Welcome back, everybody. Totally talking sports. My favorite episode, episode 69. Episode 69. I got a little prematurely excited last week, thinking that's where we were at. It wasn't. But here we are. No, last week you thought it was like 70 or something. Yeah, yeah 72. We're like, no, 69? No, 80. Eight, <laughs> if we would have told you 75, you're like, all right, episode 75. <laughs> no, I might have questioned that one. <laughs> all right, but this is our first live episode of the podcast. We appreciate everyone that's joining us live. Um, There's a new, new thing for us, so let us know how you guys like it. Any, any ideas you have for us. Um, but before we get into anything, as always, Kyle, how you been? I've been good, man. Um, yeah, just fucking working, doing my thing, nothing too crazy. This last weekend was pretty chill. Um, yeah, uh, we're moving into a little bit of a hybrid role now at my work. No, um, half home, half there. Yeah, so I'll be home Mondays and Tuesdays, and I'll be at the office Wednesday, Thursday, Fridays. Um, just something the company is doing to help us out with gas prices. They're like, hey, we don't want you to have to Oh, man, it must be fucking nice. Yeah, dude. Um, I'm... I get told to push credit cards because, hey, get 2% back on the gas because it's so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Take advantage of those poor people. Uh, no, yeah. No, it's uh, it's good, dude. I like the company that I work for. Um, I like my job. So, uh, that's nice. That's yeah. Great. Other than that, dude, nothing too much. What about you, Tim? Uh, yeah, same old, same old for me. You know, I've just been kind of chilling, taking Bogey to the vet and stuff. Um, sad thing, actually. So I took Bogey to the vet the other day, and the vet, you know, was like, oh, he's a lot. You know, he's 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 very... Why are you laughing? <laughs> you open the drink while he's talking. Oh. About a sad time. Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, like, she was she was like, here's some, you know, some drugs for your dog to, yeah. like, calm him down while you take him to, like, stressful situations. So today I took him... To the doggy spa, and oh. um, the label on the pills was I give him one at night and one in the morning before you go. So I, we gave him one last night, but little guy had such a rough time last night. He didn't sleep. Oh. He, he felt like, I, I'm pretty sure he was just scared out of his mind. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I feel weird, you know what I mean? Yeah, probably. So I didn't sleep well. I slept on the couch, and he would just, like, kind of transfer between the couch and the bed. Um, all throughout the night, um, picking which one he wanted to cuddle with for like 30 minutes. Um, so it was kind of a rough night for him. Um, but he's doing obviously better now. Good. Look at him. Um, but yeah, so this morning I just took those pills and just threw them away. I was like, fuck that. He's never taking those again. Other than that, met my new manager at Starbucks since I'm going back there like March 21st or something like that. Name's Taylor. Seems kind of cool. I don't know. I've got, I've been through like 50. So to me, it's just another one. You're still downtown? Yeah, technically. I mean, it's That's been a shame. yeah, it's been like a year since I've worked there. Um, but, They're ahead of the crackheads for us. Huh? Oh, so, so guess what? They got rid of all of the indoor seating. They closed off that one little um, like corner area where people sit, and now it's storage. Oh, they said so. Now we're it's not letting a, people sit in here and make their own coffee with their coffee makers that they plug in. Right. So now it's just like now it's just a grab and go store and a drive through store. So I'm actually kind of stoked. Honestly, that's that's a nice model for a downtown store. That's actually yeah. a really nice model. I'm surprised they didn't do it with all the banks because that's yeah. all they want to do is just come no. in and get their coffee and, and go. And yeah. the drive-through wasn't ever like slammed. Like it's always the inside that got super busy and yeah. like the drive-through would be consistent. So that's really awesome. And, and 85 percent of the people that sat to drink their coffee were druggies or homeless. Yeah, right for sure. Yeah, that's but awesome. yeah. So other than that, man, I you know just usual for me. What about you? All right. So I told you guys I might have a stroke tonight. Um, yeah. So I had, I had a rough day today. Uh, not like super rough. But like woke up, you know, it was a little foggy, kind of whatever. Um, wasn't in the best mood for whatever reason. 
and I was running around getting ready to leave. I was like, I gotta get my stuff for the podcast, I gotta get here, you know, early so we can get ready for the first live episode. I feel like you're leading into blaming us no. for no, 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 no. Exactly. <laughs> That's not what's happening. That's not what's happening. So, <laughs> so I, I got my stuff for the podcast, got my laptop, change of clothes and everything, threw my backpack on, grabbed some shoes, heading out. Got in my car, got like halfway to work, hit some traffic because someone was driving the wrong way on I-80. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, out at fucking USA Parkway. So, you know, like a half hour from anything. It was backed up all the way to Pyramid oh from, from USA Parkway. So, like, you know, several miles, all like for hours. Hit the traffic, and I was like, fuck, I forgot my lunch and my water <laughs> at home. And then I was like, double fuck, I have like tuna in my lunchbox. So, that's just sitting on the counter. That's going to smell awful. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, man, that, that's rough. Luckily, you have two cats there to take care of it. Right? I, I wish... Are they if, able if they to unzip? Get, yeah, I, I hope so. They better have learned. I, I'll be happy. Uh, <laughs> so then I was like, man, you know who'd get a kick out of this? Brittany. Text Brittany. Just kidding. Didn't text Brittany. Text my work group chat that I forgot my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> what did they say? What did they say? Uh, I just said, ignore that. And then... My manager sent sent a, a gif of a dog carrying a little like brown sack lunch in its mouth, and I was like, "All right, that's fine." Uh, no, no one else would say anything, and I was like, "Kind of wish maybe someone else would have made a joke, would make me feel a little better." But everyone was just like, "All right, well, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that that was great. Got to work, went through work. Uh, then I text you guys on my break, and you know, Timmy was like, "Oh, I got the the room set up for the podcast," and I go, "I'm so cycling ready." <laughs> <laughs> As no, I was going to say fucking. Uh, so, yeah, and then at the end of the day, helping some customer, you know, I had a check. There's like two names on it. So I was like, oh, I need the other person here. And I, for whatever reason, in ex- explaining why I needed that other person, my brain just stopped working. And all I said was, yeah, because, you know, it, like fraud. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. That's all I said. And she was like, okay. And then she left. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Yeah, so my manager was like, hey, maybe next time. And I was like, listen, I that wasn't. <laughs> so I didn't think that was good. Shut, shut your mouth. I know. Shut, 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 shut your mouth. Yeah, so. She's like, dude, I appreciate that. You know, from the sudden location. <laughs> yeah, so not my best day. So if I if I have a major slip up tonight, I mean, don't be surprised. But otherwise, I'm No, good. Yeah, that's, that's fine. And honestly, it's not too surprising. Um, on Saturday. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> on Saturday, he came in for the fights. Yeah. And, you know, we're all chilling there. It was probably like the third or fourth fight of the car. Oh, no, he got there in the third one. So he got there right It might have been the almost fight. the main event. Got there before the third one. And all of a sudden, I see Logan texting me. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, like, what's so secretive? You know, there's like five of us. Look at my phone and says, I love you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I love you too. And yeah. I look at him. And he's like, what? <laughs> I saw it. Yeah. S- saw his phone, Brian. He goes, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I also had texted him, hi, baby. Uh, he thought that was just me texting him when I got there. So yeah. I, that was also not meant for him. Yeah. <laughs> hi, baby. I saw hi, baby, like 20 minutes after he sent it, and I was like, oh, that's probably when he's at the door. That's <laughs> okay. You guys know who Tanner is and how he will absolutely mutilate you if you slip up. Well, I sent it to like a group text of like 10 dudes, like, good night, baby, love you so much, uh, can't wait to see you in the morning, blah, all, you know, all those yeah. hard eyes and shit yeah, like that. Yeah. Understandable. Um, and it was it was rough. It was rough <laughs> like imagine. two months. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I couldn't you know I couldn't do anything. Tanner, well you know remember it. And fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that guy. Uh, all right, everyone's good. Yeah, I think so. I, I, yeah. I anything else going on? So, uh, without further ado, why don't we get into some Kyle sports news we did not know we cared about? All right, guys, kicking off with the NFL. 
Um, black players that were once denied payments can now be retested after the NFL's $1 billion concussion settlement. Um, there was racial bi- biasness. Um, literally, uh, like, being as straightforward as saying black people are less intelligent, so we can't judge it on their IQ scores. Yeah. And Ouch. people went, yo, that's, that's not right. <laughs> that's that's a, a little, little wrong. wrong. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a big racist right there. Um, so that was a big lawsuit that has now been settled. Um, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones oh, yeah. sued by a woman who alleges that he is her biological father. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I was reading a little bit about it. I feel like I would be because Jerry Jones, like I know he has all that money, but like smart, no, no, smart no, enough no, to wear a condom. And she's like, she's like 25 years old. Right. Which is like, to me, way too recent. I thought it would be like, oh yeah, I'm 50. I think he's my dad. No, when when were those pictures yeah, of like him? He's like fucking 90. Yeah, but when it? were the pictures of him like molesting women in like, like you know, like touching up naked women like that leaked? It was like 10, 15 years ago. I honestly don't even remember that. I don't remember that at all, but he's... I probably over-exaggerated with like molesting, but like he was... <laughs> <laughs> but like he touched a booby. I saw it. I did see that. But no, he was like, there's like pictures of him with like naked women, like... Yeah, fuck, I don't know. Hugh Hefner, he was fucking like 90s. Yeah, right? exactly. He probably has kids that are like 12. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I can almost guarantee that. Guarantee, and also I guarantee those women that the Hugh Hefner is their dad, the, those women are honestly probably ashamed of it and won't tell them. Maybe. I, I would hope my mom would tell me. <laughs> like, I'm, fucking, I'm, I'm Hugh's kid? Hell yeah. No, but uh, so I did a little bit of research. Um, I guess it was somebody that is. That he had, like, some woman that he had had sex with and paid her to not talk about it. And now the daughter's, like, coming out. Sounds I, right. I honestly, I didn't care. Yeah, the daughter. So I didn't do enough research. The daughter didn't <laughs> sign an NDA. Just the mom. Yep. And so that's what she's like. I don't want to get backlash down the road and get sued for whatever it was. So I'm suing them first. Okay. Solid move. Yeah. I'm like, all right, dude. Okay. Can't sue flex. me if I sue you first. NFL increases the cap salary by 25.7 mil. So it's now sitting at 208.2 million Per NFL team. Um, Thibodeau, eyeing the Texans, calls himself the Jadavian 2.0. That's not good. That's not even what I... That's what I thought. Because I was that's like... That's not something to aspire for. Yeah, I was, I was, I was like, yeah. one pick uh, that didn't do anything. Exactly. That's, mm. And I thought he was being referred to as like the next Vaughn Miller. Yeah, he is. And then he was like, oh, I'm not going to say Vaughn. Like, listen, Jadavian Clowney wrecked shit in college, and then I guess maybe the injury he, derailed well, his career, it, it, but... Like, he ended up... Jadavian Clowney, the thing about him is he had... He's had, like, a decent NFL career. Yeah. Like, you know what? Like, he, yeah. he didn't come out like he we thought he was. Like, we thought he was going to absolutely... Like, you know, he was a top yeah. five pit. You know, like, we thought he was going to be amazing. Um, and obviously he wasn't, but he's found his place in the NFL... As being like a, a decent edge rusher, like nice nothing to go out guy. and pay big time for. But you're gonna sit next to someone, and you're gonna make a decent defensive line. You're you're gonna make a good D good, line, good pass rusher. Yeah, he's he's not like he was in college, no doubt. But like, I don't know. That's not something I I, I I wish that he would have. He's so confident. I'm surprised that's his like. That's who I think I could be. Yeah, and that that's what I'm saying. I was like, I feel like there was a lot of different. It, it would have surprised me less if he would have said, I'm the next Reggie White. I would have been like, that sounds like him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not like that's what he's going to be, but like, no, but that's, that's how yeah. he, like, he's got confidence. All right, Calvin Ridley suspended for an entire season oh, after being caught betting on games. So stupid. Um, oh, my, my notes on that, Falcons are fucked. 
I mean, yeah, but they were fucked with Cal yeah. Ridley anyway, so it didn't really matter. No, However, I want to know, okay, so we know how he took the time off for like personal reasons. Mm-hmm. What was that for, exactly? Mental health, I think. Was it mental health? I think it was mental health. Okay. Um, to be fair, in that time, that's when he was betting on games. Yeah, when he was away from the team. Now, how bad is that? It's not like like it's not great. Like no, don't get me wrong, he should get suspended. He but bought, however, it's better than him betting like, on games when he was playing. I yeah. think there should be no punishment for a guy betting on his own team. If he's betting against his own team, yes, big time. If you it, bet now, now if he was if he win, was betting money line thousands wrong? of dollars for the Falcons to win money line for seventeen weeks, dude, jerk that guy off and give him an extension. He believes <laughs> yeah. in you guys. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm sure whichever he, whoever he was using to bet would also be jerking him off because he, they would make so much money. Well, yeah, the yes. Falcons won like what? Four like games. S- four games? So, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, not great return <laughs> for Calvin. But, you but know. The, win- the ones he did win, they were probably like plus a thousand. So, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. true. Yeah. Payoff probably pretty fast. Mm-hmm. So. Well, now I'm getting ideas in my head. Like, how can <laughs> we really make some ideas? money? How can we rig the system? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Mike Williams gets paid. Yeah, he does. Three year, $60 million deal. With 28 mil guaranteed. I remember you asking Logan last episode, or before our podcast, or during or after whatever it was, if you thought the Chargers were going to pay him, and Logan, you said, absolutely. Yes, I did. Yeah, and I'm glad we did. Damn uh, right. Yeah, he's a great number two wide receiver next to Keenan Allen. Showed he could be a number one if he needs to be, which is awesome. I think he showed that he was a number one because all the attention was on Keenan Allen. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if we can go get another, like a solid tight end and have another great you know, option in there, someone's always going to be open, I feel like, because yep. Allen runs amazing routes. Mike Williams is always open down the field. Give me a tight end that can just consistently run good routes and get open. We're going to be looking very pretty. Uh, I'm glad we paid him. And he's so young. He's like, what, like 26, 27? Yeah, I know. He's still super young, and it, which is weird to me. Like, when I think about Mike Williams in charge, just because it's, it, you know, like... He, for his first two years, he didn't really have a quarterback. He had Phillip Rivers, yeah. which he had a decent rookie season. And after that, I forget, they had... Uh, that was before I was a fan, so I don't know. Uh, it was <laughs> Tyrod Taylor. For a game? For Not what? even for a game. We si- I thought we signed him and then... I thought he played a whole season there. I don't remember. Either way, I remember a, a season where the Chargers didn't really have a quarterback, and so Michael Williams... No, because Phillip Rivers only played one year in Indy. And well, that maybe, was maybe Justin Herbert was, was getting hurt or something like that. Where I think, yeah, I think they just sucked, and they were like, "Time to move on from old Philly boy." And then they signed Tyrod Taylor, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah let's go ahead and take a quarterback because we kind of need one anyways." And then Justin Herbert did Justin Herbert things. <clears throat> yeah, so. yeah. And then we'll, we'll get into my topic a little because I have a couple things that you said that I wanted to touch upon. Uh, Russell Wilson to the Broncos, along with a fourth round pick. Seattle gets two first rounders, two second rounders, a fifth rounder, Drew Locke, <laughs> defensive line Shelby Harris, and tight end Noah Fink. Um, I so it, I think Seattle made out like a fucking bandit. I don't think they made out like bandits because they got a shitty quarterback, a decent tight end, and a bunch of good draft Look, picks. But so well, right now, and right I, now, I think Seattle cut Drew Locke. I don't even think he's gonna. No, I, I think, think they're I like think, okay, cool. Well, what I think is going to happen is is that Seattle right now is probably going to be looking at that guy from Liberty. What's his bucket? Malik Willis. He's, they're probably going to be looking at him because they're higher than the Steelers at in nine. the draft. And you know what? Steelers can't go up to eight unless they give up a lot to go get him. And that was like kind of like the draft order. So maybe the Steelers have to 
settle for like Kenny Pickett or some shit. Well, Kenny Pickett might go one for quarterbacks. Might be yeah, he might be the first one drafted, which is wild to me. Yeah. Um, but either way, that's kind of what I'm thinking here. Go get Malik Willis. Go get an offensive lineman. You have the wide receivers. I don't think Seattle is completely broken. I think next year they're going to be bad if they start Malik Wilson. No doubt. Like, they're going to be bad. But I think maybe it's a decent restart for them. They got a lot in that. Potentially. If they can get a quarterback this year, that's going to work out. I don't think there's a quarterback this year that's going to work out. There will be, like, a fourth rounder. Tomorrow is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the hearing for Deshaun Watson. It is, yeah. So tomorrow is the hearing. Uh, he's going in front of a grand jury. Um, which he will most likely be indicted for something. Uh, that's that's yeah. how grand juries work. Yeah. He will most likely be caught or you know <clears throat> charged with something. So I don't think he plays next season. I don't think he does either. Um, because depending on what the severity of it is, it'll depend on whether or not he's able to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but Russell Wilson, despite what he said before, oh you know yeah I love it where I'm at. I'm happy right now. That's what you have to say. Yeah, exactly. So he didn't want to be there. It was obvious. I've seen no teammates be like, oh, damn it, dude. I miss him already. Like, no. Like Russ? Nobody said anything. No one cares. Yeah, nobody said anything. I feel like Russell Wilson's like a guy that says I'm a leader and then everyone's which is Which like, is weird for Deshaun sure. Watson knowing how much impact he had on like that community in Houston and that team. Like, there were stories that came out. Are we still talking about Deshaun Watson? Russell Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was confused by that, too. <laughs> <laughs> But totally okay. Going full Tim. <laughs> but Seattle, for somebody that has not been the answer for them, has pretty much said, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, because they don't They had no him. option. They don't protect them. So they got that much for somebody that didn't want to play for them. If they can turn... So my thing is the It's future, all about how they can... My thing them. is the future for like yeah. draft picks. Like this year, you're not getting a quarterback. But next year, if the Broncos pick maybe pans out. Like, hey, maybe Russell Wilson isn't the answer there. I think they'll be good, but maybe like middle of the or even their good. own, even even Seattle's own first round yeah, pick next sucks. year. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they're not going to be there's going to be year. better quarterbacks next year. Than if they don't year. draft a quarterback this year, then they're going to have to. And if you're starting Geno Smith or Drew Locke, I honestly would. You're fucked, especially in the NFC West. Like, sure, the NFC West is a little bit weird right now, especially with the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray asking for more money. Uh, Niners. You know, drafting or going with Trey Lance, it doesn't matter. Those three defenses that you're gonna have to go up against with Geno, with Geno Smith or Drew Locke, you're gonna get absolutely pummeled. More so with Drew Locke than Geno Smith. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. I agree with Kyle. They should cut Drew Locke, but I think Geno Smith will be fine. He's a fine holdover for a year, kind of a guy. It's like, it's like Tyrod Taylor. You're gonna go get his five winning, five yeah. wins, or like Teddy, a top or ten like pick. Teddy Bridgewater. It's like, hey, come in, dude. Play a season here. We'll pay you handsomely for it. You don't. We're not expecting much out of you. If you do, hey, that's awesome. If not, thanks for getting us a better draft pick. Kind of a deal. That's yeah. all it is. We're, no hard feelings when we cut you in a year because we signed our next quarterback. But it's not this year. That's that's my thing. I don't think they should waste a pick on a quarterback this year when there's plenty of other talent, especially on like the defense side of the ball. They just got rid of you know Bobby Wagner too because they cut him. Yep. That was probably your next thing. Uh, <clears throat> no, okay. Hall of Fame linebacker that got cut, but yeah, it wasn't in my sports news though. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but maybe your free agency stuff. No, wasn't going to talk about. Interesting. It. Okay, <laughs> I was going to talk about the fact that everyone in that division, all the rival teams, are trying to go for him. Yeah, yeah, everyone should try to go for him. He's yeah, a veteran linebacker who, who's who he's going to get you 130 rating. tackles in a season. So yeah. Sure, uh, but yeah, no, I, I remember what I was saying. Yeah, because <laughs> that upset you so much. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, nice. What's your next thing? 
Carson Wentz to the Washington <laughs> Commanders. Colts get 2022 third-round pick, 2022 second-round pick, and a 2023 conditional third-round pick. Nice. Converts to a second-round pick if Wentz plays 70% of the snaps. Which he will. Yeah, I don't know. Which he gets will, unless he gets injured. Here's my thing. How, how he played you, 70% of the Colts last season. Washington gets Wentz and... Eats his $28 million yeah, but it's along with a second rounder and a seventh rounder for this year's draft. That's I don't funny. understand how you... I don't care about that you get a second round in return. How do you give up a second round draft pick for Carson Wentz? I get it. He was a former number one. And his rookie and his second year in, in Philly were really, really good. He looked really, really good until the Rams tore his ACL. Hey, man. 27 touchdowns, 7 picks last year. He threw four against the Niners. Now, here, now here's my other thing. Here's my other thing about Carson Wentz is that last year he didn't look so bad. Now, when it mattered, he looked horrendous in Week 17 against the Jags to get into the playoffs. He well, looked, just when it mattered in big games. Yeah, dude. he looked horrendous, but it was well, against also, the Jags. They also didn't give Jonathan <laughs> Taylor the ball at all. Yeah, which was a huge dynamic. If you're a smart quarterback, you go out there and you audible to a run every other. Play. <laughs> yeah, true. Man, I got. One of the best running backs like, in the league. Solid call, coach. Uh, power right. <laughs> yeah. That's all we're running, guys. Yeah. That's what they said. I, it sounded like a pass, but don't be confused. It's definitely a run. Either way, though, I'd rather have Tyler Heineke than Carson Wentz. Oh, absolutely. Tyler Heineke is going to win you so many more fans and games. Fans. <laughs> um, my yeah, I, I think Colts made out like bandits on this one. I think they got a lot of good picks. Yeah. They got rid of Carson Wentz, who was not the answer, was not long. Only problem is they don't have a quarterback. Yeah, but the <laughs> only problem is the number one salary crap with like sixty million dollars. Yeah, that's so right for next go, season. Yeah. Again, suck for a year if you can. There's draft no quarterbacks right now. Yeah, so, but suck for a year. Yeah, suck for a year. Which sucks because they have a good team. They'll probably outside of quarterback, the they have thing, a really good team. Here's the thing, we'll get into it later. Maybe yeah. Yeah. But maybe Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Well, Again, hold over for a year. Also, Marks Mariota. But yeah, I didn't like Teddy Bridgewater. Okay, anyway. Aaron Rodgers. Marks Mariota is going to take the Colts to the promised land, and I'm going to uh-uh. be such a Colts fan. Aaron Rodgers is staying with the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Um, Aaron Rodgers staying with the Packers. Um, the details of the contract that he has not signed yet. Mm-hmm. Um, has not been released yet, so yes. we don't know. What, <laughs> so we don't know what it is. Nobody knows. Um, I'm very frustrated because I just want to know the details of it. Um, it's cap it's friendly. supposed to be cap. It's supposed to be cap friendly. It will be cap friendly. It's supposed to be. It'll be cap friendly for a year, maybe two. Yeah, it's supposed. Especially to be. since they raised it. What they did, what I'm sure they did, was like, "Hey, you're about to take twenty million dollars on our cap this year. Take this deal. Only hit us for eighteen this year." They raised the cap, so now you guys probably are looking around like 15 mil cap space to work with this year. I, it's going to be something like that to yeah. where he's going to still be backloaded. So that final year of that contract, oh yeah, is you, you guys are going to get fucked. Yeah, right. Again, right now we're at minus like 48. But the yeah. idea is, you win a Super Bowl, it doesn't matter. Yeah, right. You win a Super Bowl, it doesn't matter. You don't have first round draft. Win a Super Bowl, like rebuild after Aaron Rodgers leaves. Uh, you know what? You know what feels bad. Feels bad to be a guy named Jordan fucking Love, where you feel so unwanted that your team's just tragging. Just trade him, dude. Nobody. Who's gonna well, want? Who's no gonna want? Who's gonna want a backup QB that hasn't proved himself? Maybe a team that wants like a young quarterback that they can give a I've shot. I've seen and multiple sucks reports. For he's not good. Not multiple reports. But I've seen reports of. I don't know if he's good. Um, people think. I know that, he's not good. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. I know he's not. I don't good. know. People think that the Colts should go for him. That's what because I'm they could get him, the they could get him for maybe didn't try because they could throw a second round pick, a third round pick, 
if to you, get Jordan Love. If you gave up a second round pick for Carson Wentz, you could give up a second round pick for Jordan Love. Oh, no, the Packers would have creamed themselves if somebody was like, hey. See, but here, here's where I disagree <laughs> with did, you guys. All right. Jordan, Jordan Love has had second round pick? pretty much one one showing. I don't think I, I don't know if he's good. That's what he I'm looked, saying. He looked no. like shit. He also doesn't look he good looked, in the preseason. No, he looked terrible. I'm not saying that I think he's the answer or anything like that. But he still has one more year of his rookie contract, so there's no reason for us to try and push him out now. Because if Aaron Rodgers gets injured, now we have somebody who's sat behind him for three years and knows the system. Mm-hmm. So it makes more sense to keep him at least through the, this year. But he sat behind Aaron Rodgers for three years. Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre for three years. So I'm a firm believer, and you should sit behind yeah. the first one to two years. That three to four getting kind of getting kind of iffy. It gets into the territory of like, does the team think you're good enough? Because with everything that happened with Aaron Rodgers and all the drama like surrounding him, then it's a question of like, why didn't the team say like, hey, we used a first round draft pick on this guy at quarterback and we have a quarterback that's giving us all this drama. We can just trade him and go with this younger guy that we trust. But they don't trust him is the thing. Well, it's, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even think it's that. I don't think it's that's, that's part. I think that's part of what I think it's, it. well, we don't want to just get rid of the back-to-back MVP. I know you don't want to, but it's a thing of like, if it's going to be this giant issue and like in the heat of the drama is what I'm saying. Like, I know it's kind of cleared up now, but they were making every reason to be like, we're not moving on. Matt LaFleur and the entire management of the Green Bay Packers have his dick so far down their throats that there's nothing he could do. doesn't matter what drama he would cause that he's going to... Okay, now... I'm excited about this. I'm excited because I like Aaron Rodgers and I want him here because he's so talented. Yeah. It's the leadership qualities that frustrate me and worry me. So that's why I really need to know the details of this fucking deal that he's going to be doing. Because I need to know, is he going to fuck us again? Because last time he did it, it was 33% of our salary cap. And that's why he complains that we have no O-line and only Devontae Adams. Which is surprising we can even still afford him. Anyway, so we franchise tag Devontae Adams. Chargers making moves, getting Khalil Mack for a 2022 second round pick and a 2023 sixth round pick. That's so cheap. Steal. So cheap. Absolute fucking steal, I, in I, my opinion. Yes, Chad texted me about it, and I texted him back, and I said, he was like, I, he was like, I'm annoyed. Like, I'm pissed at how much or how little you guys had to give up for him. And I told him, I said, it feels like a let's just get this guy's contract off the books and, you know, move on from it kind of a deal, which makes no sense because it's Khalil Mack. That's not a guy that I feel like you're like, ah, time to cut the ties, well, get his contract off the, the books. I feel like he didn't really Bears perform coach. in Oakland or in Las Vegas. It was in Oakland. No, you mean the Bears. No, when Khalil Mack was, it, was on in the Las Vegas, in, on in the Raiders, Oakland. in Oakland, whatever. Yeah, yeah, he was a, now he got he traded. He was a phenom. Yeah. yeah it, no, no, no. It, well, no. But the thing is, I think with the Raiders. He didn't do amazing. He didn't do amazing with the Bears. No, he, he did he amazing with, with the Raiders. Raiders. I feel like it was complete opposite. No, he started with the Raiders, murdered it with the Raiders, and then got traded to the Bears. Yeah, for the first round. And then picks. did all right. Because remember, they got rid of Mari Cooper. They got rid of Khalil Mack. It was yeah, a that was thing. John Gruden's like first season. He's like, oh, you guys, you know what? Start fresh. Get rid of all of our best players. Yeah, that's what he did. Yeah, so he hasn't done anything with the Bears next to like Akeem Hicks. Well, his first season he, his, was his first was game. He had like a pick six fumble. Yeah, forced, yeah, all yeah, that whatever, shit in the same yeah. game. He hasn't done as much. I feel like it's because teams key on him a little bit more. And it lets other guys like Akeem Hicks go but, off. It lets guys like Roquan Smith at dude, linebacker. Mac and Bosa. Your guys is fucking Give me Jordan Davis in the middle. Oh, my 
God. In in uh, the draft. Yeah, we're gonna. Now, now you guys. Anyway, we'll talk about free agent. Okay. And then Green Bay Packers have sixty five point eight million dollars over a hundred and seventy six thousand new owners from a recent stock sale. And they're gonna put it back into construction and make it better for the fans. Nice. Yeah. So nice. How about that? How about that? Nice. All right, jumping over to UFC. It's enough NFL talk for right now, guys. Uh, jumping over to UFC. Khabib was inducted into the Hall of Fame this last Saturday. Good for him. Um, at UFC 272. Um, it was very anticlimactic uh-huh. compared to every other sport that there is. Yep. Um, he was just UFC. front row in his seat. They did a little video. He stood up and went, hey, guys, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. And that was it. No fucking speech. No, hey, how does it feel? Nothing. No, I like that, though. No, yeah. I like it. I hate it. <laughs> Especially when Tiger Woods got his like three days later and was the, like this the, big emotional thing. Like, like the thing is, like getting inducted into any sports Hall of Fame is supposed to be like you know big deal, right? So for them to be like, yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame, it's yeah, like, it makes like it feel like there's no point in having a Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, he held a uh, held. A they probably do. They, it's like they do more for like fight of the year than they do for getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, um, Tai Tuivasa, fuck yeah, wants to fight Steve Miocic. Yes, and says winner gets the title. Man, shot. he'll get murdered by Stipe. Mur- I don't know, dude. Stipe, no. look, here's my thing about Stipe. Here's my thing about Stipe. Here's my thing about Stipe. Well, his last fight, he was looking old, man. He was looking withered. How old is Stipe? See, but I think that's it's hard to say because it was he was looking he was looking way rougher than when he was a champion. 39. Yeah, he got caught. Huh? Thirty nine. Thirty nine as a heavyweight. That's big, big boy. That's old. It's a big boy. But he was also facing Nganu, who had been working on his wrestling. So know, he was oh. supposed to... Oh, yeah. And Nganu could kill Mi- him. Yeah, Miochik is like the greatest heavyweight of all time. And then now comes in Nganu, who's actually been working to well around his game. And he's the scariest motherfucker to ever touch this fucking earth, I feel like. Um, Tuivasa would have to knock him out, or else Miochik would just take him down and smother him. Oh, yeah. Well, I feel like the immediate... The only way I could see that fight ending is either, like, decision or, like, a submission from Miocic, or, like, ground and pound, maybe, or, like, an uppercut from hell from Tuivasa that just yeah. knocks Miocic out immediately. That's 100%. the only, like, he goes, shoots for a takedown and gets hit with an uppercut. That's all I can see happening. All right, jumping over to UFC 272. Uh, Covington yes. versus Masvidal. How boring. Not going to get into, like, the prelims and all that stuff. Um, yeah, I do agree. It wasn't what everyone was expecting. Well, here's my thing. I wasn't even hyped about it though, like, yeah, because even the main and, event, like, you here's my thing about here's my thing about Dana White in the UFC right now. I feel like whenever you have like a pay per view that isn't a title fight, what am I no getting excited cares. for? Because well, like, don't get me wrong, Kyle. I understand. I understand. Like you and certain other people are huge fans, and like this. Was, what the fuck? Sorry, I'm just reading the chat right now. This should have been Some like these guys. This should have been like a huge, huge card. Like you know, like you have. You know, title contenders coming up, but like it was just like I didn't watch it. Don't get me wrong. So you guys watched it, so you guys can tell me. But I like three, of I I watched. You know, I looked through it and I was like, decision, decision, decision. And then none of you guys were saying texted me. Yeah, you know, because usually you guys will text in the group message like, holy shit, holy shit. Like if I don't watch a fight, usually I know like, oh fuck, I when missed out big time. Happens, yeah, you know what I mean. But I didn't get any of that from you guys. No, because it was boring ass fights. The the fight of the night was, uh, I guess, the RDA fight. Because the other guy didn't get knocked out, 
and that was literally the only reason Greg Hardy got yeah. knocked the fuck out. So that's cool to see. I didn't get to see it. But... Love Greg Hardy getting knocked out because Greg Hardy's a bitch. I it's also I his last fight. I thought you were to say love Greg Hardy. I was like, <laughs> what? He jumped live on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, Greg Hardy. That was his last fight on the UFC contract. No, yeah, too, yeah, so. yeah, so Spivak knocks out Greg Hardy. In uh, two minutes ten or two minutes sixteen seconds into the first round, bitch. Yeah, uh, just annihilated. You want another one? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, just absolutely annihilated him. Greg Hardy, um, seven and five. I mean, just give up on everything. And those seven were probably like not professional, really, like amateur fights. Y- yeah. Beginning against, against like fights. he probably fought someone in the locker room of the Cowboys one year and was yeah. like, throw that on my record. He just has power. But it's showing that but his chin is turning into glass. If it wasn't already, I don't know. Um, Kevin Holland, love the dude. Um, talk mm. shit every time he fights somebody. Yep. Um, finishes Alvera with some disgusting elbows. 38 seconds into the second round. Um, third fight, extremely boring. Uh, we got Mitchell going up against Edson Barboza. This is where you guys both got one on me. I took Barboza because I love the guy. Oh, yeah, I thought he would do more. Um, one of the judges gave it 30-25. Um, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Barboza just was looking <laughs> absolutely... That's bad, that's bad. He had two eights, dude. It's disgusting. And then we got RDA going against Renato. RDA, absolutely just annihilating that was Renato the, the whole time, except... The last like thirty seconds of every round, yeah. Renato kind of get me semi hard because I put money on Renato. I just you know I was like fuck it, odds are in the favor. I'll yeah. put out some money on Renato. And he's getting his ass whooped. And all of a sudden he starts lighting up RDA. And I'm like oh oh oh, and then RDA takes him down. I'm like god damn it, Renato yeah. has no fucking ground game apparently. Yeah. RDA's I mean he has he has great jujitsu and he's got good Muay Thai, but he was just taking him down on the ground. Yeah, it, it takes us to the judges scoring because one of the judges scored that fight like. 50, uh, like 49 46 and everyone else scored it like 50 45 or the other two scored it 50 45 and like 50 44 right so 50 44 49 44 so saying renato won one of them but, but he also eights. yeah and then renato uh or sorry then the third one was 49 45 yeah so like yeah so, so one eight it's weird like how that worked out someone on twitter said 50 43 um that would have been. <laughs> <laughs> you would have gotten really screwed out. Yeah, that would have been rough. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but that was like almost fight of the night because the guy just didn't get knocked out. Yeah, because I mean they kept exchanging every time they were standing. It was like it know? was like the O'Malley fight where it was like that's gonna win fight of the night because the other guy just took three hundred punches yeah, to the uh, face. Yeah. Like Luciano or whatever yeah, his name was. Yeah, yeah it's like that, that's the only reason why I won fight of the night, not because like the fight itself was good. It's just one guy got the shit kicked out. It was like, just. Didn't, not incredible to watch somebody take some hits. That's that's what it was. Um, then we get to the main card, which went exactly how I had predicted. Main events. Covington, absolutely. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> you just keep going. You just, no, just no, keep doing your big you. dog. What did I say? You said let's get to the main events. No, you and said, then let's get to the main card. Oh, main card. And then ah um, oh, fuck. <laughs> we had been talking. All right, about the, the main, main event. All right, Covington versus Masvidal. Masvidal, cardio's never been there. It shows. Covington's cardio, or did show. Has I always mean, been there. Yeah, has always been show. there. And his wrestling, I mean, Masvidal just didn't stand a chance. I thought it would have been finished. 
Um, Covington went for way more submissions than I was expecting. <laughs> he went for a rear naked in every single round. And it was literally every single time it was the same exact position. And, and it Masvidal, was... Masvidal, like, on one hip, kind of sitting up. Chin and down. And Covington on him up against the fence. It happened w- once in at, every at, single At the round. end of, like, every round is when it happened. And then judges end up giving it a 49-46, 50-44, 50-45. I can see, honestly, any of those. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, yeah, I mean... It wasn't exciting. I give credit, though, to Covington because unlike Mitchell, Mitchell just smothered Barboza. He landed some strikes. He did. But Covington was actively hitting or trying to submit the entire time. He didn't lay on him. Yeah, it wasn't like, oh, I'm just going to wrestle him and smother him and win by points. He was actively trying to finish the fight and trying to to end it. And there will be a rematch, which which bugs me. When? Because I don't know. Because he called out for you. Yeah, but... Which means different weight classes. It's going to be the feud. The it, way they stood up and they both... You know, he fucking said, suck my cock. Well, he hit much. him after the belt too, right? Um, Someone got hit after the belt. Yeah, I, I, th- I thought Covington like threw a strike did. after the belt and then Masvidal got pissed. Yeah, of it. I'm sure did. if that strike didn't go down, they probably would have like hugged after the fight. God Well, yeah, but it. walked away. <laughs> walked away, tugging on his crotch, pretty much saying, suck my dick. Um, the, the whole feud is still there. And Masvidal was like, hey, uh, you know, my wrestling just wasn't there today. Motherfucker, it's, it's never, never been there. Yeah. It's never been there. Yeah. That, so that that fight in itself, I knew, we all knew what was going to happen. Shout out to me going perfect on this card. Um, yes, he did. But. Which one did I miss out on? Masvidal. Yeah. You oh, yeah, that's right. right. I did think Masvidal, just because, like, here's my thing. I Someone had to go different on the main card. I know. Man, I man. know. I know. Okay. Well, no, he had to go different on the main card. Oh God! Because you had four. F- no, on the no, main- I know I fucked up <laughs> too. No, 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 uh, no, I, no. You had to go different on the main card. He, he did. You guys went four in a row the same, and the last fight of the main card you had okay. to go different. This is like one of the rare yeah, no, times. Fuck you. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> 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 I was not being a guy to be a good guy. He's being a good guy to try to make me feel like yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you torched me. Fuck you. I'm torching you, dude. Yeah, but I cut on though. I cut on. <laughs> no, the, the card was in itself was just boring. But it's like Timmy said, like it's hard to get excited for a card when you have the next card's gonna have two title fights on it, right? Or like yeah. every other every other card has two to three title fights, and then it's like, okay, now this one's gonna have none, but we have some top contenders fighting, and it's like, right? But do we really have top contenders? Like you have a top contender in Covington, and that's cool, but then you also have him fighting Masvidal, and it makes no sense. The best part of the whole fight was Masvidal leaning up against the cage like he did against Askren, and then coming out and throwing a flying knee. Five feet away from Covington, and it was yeah, like, and we'll sure. Coming, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Even Covington was like, "All right, I'll step back. All right, yeah, yeah, nice throw, throw the knee." <laughs> um, but Sam, I, mean, I don't know, and that's just where I disagree with you guys because I'm the guy where even in the early prelims, you could have a fight of the night. You know, so to me, that's fair. No, 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 no. I know, I know, I, I know what you guys are saying. Like anything can happen on any of them, but I do agree because some of these fucking pay per views, like what I'm jumping into next, UFC 273. We got Volkanovski versus the Korean Zombie. Um, Volk minus four forty. I mean, exactly. he's, he's going to mutilate the guy. Um, I believe Korean Zombie's not- four. I think he's ranked four. He how did he, how did he get a title shot at four? Be- who was one? So three? Brian Ortega, I think, was number two, and then one and three had just fought each other or were about to fight each other or something like that. So it just or no no no. So I'm sorry. Volk was supposed to fight Max Holloway, and he got injured. And okay. then the other two had just fought, and then Korean Zombie said, I'll step in. 
Dude, I feel like next time Max Holloway fights, his time is like really also clicking. Up there, his, yeah. his, he's ticking. That timer's ticking. The dude's badass, bro. No, no. Max Holloway's a stud. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, you're saying he's getting close he's getting to up there, yeah. I mean, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, no. It, his time for another title shot is like coming up to an end, I feel like. He, if he wins a title, it's he's not going to gonna go on a run no. as a champion. It'll, it'll be like, it'll I, be cool I got a belt, a belt, and then like I'm out of here. Yeah. Loki dropped the mic. He's going to fight for 20 more years. Oh, he will, but he won't have a belt while he's doing it. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. UFC 273, though, kicking off that main card. Kelvin Gastelum versus Imavavav. I don't fucking know, dude. Imavavav. I think he's going to take it. We got Dern versus Tisha Torres. I think Dern's going to murder that one. But Gilbert Burns versus Cosmet. I know who Gilbert Burns is. Cosmot. Cosmot. Yeah, Cosmot, Chiev, or whatever. Chiev. The, the one that... The Russians, man, they're so... Dude, they're all good now. No, yeah, they're he, all over the dude, place. Dude, a Brazilian Cosmot, versus a Russian? I don't know who to pick. Cosmot's the one that retired because he got uh, COVID. And then Dana went, no, you didn't. And he goes, guys, guys, I, I wasn't going to. <laughs> That's him. And he's been smushing everybody ever since. Still 10-0. Um, what have you been doing to people? Smishing. Smashing. He, he goes, I'll smash. <laughs> S-M-E-S-H. I'll smash him. I kind of want that That's guy his motto, dude. He goes, I'll smash him. I want I'll that smash on the whole division. Dude, like, obviously things aren't going great in Russia right now, but like, I like the word smash now. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me one thing. We'll get into the boom buzz later. <laughs> right. um, we got Aljamain Sterling. Defending the belt Boo. against Piotr Jan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Piotr Jan coming in as the the challenger. Minus 330. <laughs> going into this fight. I've never seen the contender have such fucking favorites on that one. And then we got Volt versus Korean Zombie. Okay, jumping over to NBA. Not too much to talk about. Lakers are trash and might not even make it into the play-in. For they the are playoffs. very bad. Um, and then the 76ers and the Nets played tonight for the first time since the big trade. Yeah, Anybody no, got a score who, who won? I'll, I'll check. No Ben Simmons, though, so it doesn't really matter I thought he was much. riding the bench. Yeah, he's riding the bench. Nets won by 29 points. <laughs> Without Ben Simmons. Yeah, KD. I want to see how much KD went for. Um, Probably like 35? This is the thing. Um, I guess the Sixers, 35. Ah, the six, the bomb Simmons in the he only went for 25. Only 25? What but did Kyrie go But it was in Philly. For? Kyrie went for 22. Seth Curry, 24. Ooh, Seth Curry. Nice game. Uh, that's just... Oh, that's such a bummer Simmons didn't play, though. Yeah, they would have won like, by yeah, 50. Yeah, they won because they didn't play your bitch ass. Yeah, and then uh, James Harden went for 11 points, and he had a minus 30. Plus minus. So, you know, that's what? good. Yeah, J- Joel Embiid also minus 30. Joel Embiid went for 27 and 12. James Harden went for 11 points, 5 assists, and 6 rebounds. <laughs> Holy shit. We get wild in the chat here, guys. All right. And now, um, jumping over to college basketball. Um, as everyone knows, still getting newer to the college basketball scene. Um, and there's way too fucking much going on. Way too much. Um, let's Logan, take it over to you. Yes. Give us the quickest... Not the quickest, obviously, I don't want you to do it in like two minutes, but yeah. give us like, you know, a nice quick, give me and Kyle a nice quick, what's happening with conference Oh yeah, so yeah, it's play. conference tournaments right now, so obviously Selection Sunday is on Sunday, shocking, but... Uh, Wait, where are you going on Saturday again? Vegas. I'm, I'm timing out in here. Yeah, so I'm going to be in Vegas on Sunday. And what are you doing in Vegas? Just visiting family? Yeah, visiting, visiting family. family. Going to go, you know, see some sharks and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah, you know, nice. Vegas is the place you go for sharks. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, right on the water. Yeah, we have a nice little aquarium <laughs> there. Are you serious? Yeah, we have a... <laughs> yeah. 
I was like, I was like, I'm gonna need you to explain this to me. Yeah, no, <laughs> we have we have a pretty solid aquarium. There's also a Komodo dragon there, so ooh, um, nice. And then you get back Wednesday. Yeah, we <laughs> sharks and Komodos, baby. Yeah. Gotta uh, go to Vegas. Badass. Yeah. Also, I've been really craving like dim sum, so I'm gonna drive 700 miles to get some dim sum because there's nothing here. Um, I could probably also go to California, but I want to go to Vegas for it. Okay, um, but you get back Wednesday morning. What is dim sum? So it's like uh, it's like the traditional like cooked in like a right like a um, woven basket kind of a deal, like buns, like traditional buns, things like that, like Asian culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that that kind of stuff. We don't have that here, like huh. like a lot of it. Ah, interesting. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of places like that in Vegas. <laughs> so I wanted some dim sum. I wanted some like more variety in my food because I feel like there's not a lot here. Uh, and also want to go see some family, so that'd be a nice trip. Get back on Wednesday though. Wednesday morning. Yeah, well Wednesday like early afternoon. Okay. If I so, get back Wednesday morning, I would be leaving at two a.m. So our listeners and our viewers, Wednesday night, Nine. yeah, we will be doing a bracket pick yes. uh, live stream. So we're gonna do a whole thing. It's gonna be a podcast. It's gonna be a whole big fun thing. Yes. So uh, selection Sunday is on the Sunday, and then games start on Tuesday. So Tuesday. So guys, we will have Kyle on Instagram. Um, we will do some, I'll do some live videos where Cal can post them, where I pick mine. So nothing's going to get convoluted where you guys think that maybe we pick someone that already won that didn't, you know what I mean? We will have our updated brackets Wednesday filled out, ready to go for you guys. And we will pick the whole bracket. It just kind of worked out where obviously Kyle's or Logan's going on vacation. He deserved it. He's been working hard. Um, just an interesting weekend to take but i wasn't thinking about it long term it just happened to be spring break which, I, I don't think it's which, ever interesting to go visit family that you don't see you know maybe no, like once. i see them once a but year but that yeah. worries me he wasn't thinking about it about march madness college basketball is his <laughs> life i guess that's fair he that's probably fair. he should have been like oh march no i'm busy <laughs> it's gotta be april no, like, no mom march <laughs> are you high <laughs> He was like, yeah, and, I'll, do and you he know was what like, I me do, too. Mom? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, we'll get, I'll get back on Wednesday. Uh, so first four is on Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, so those games don't really matter that much. And then how many how many of the opening rounds play on Wednesday, like morning and day? So nothing, because it's Tuesday, Wednesday. It's okay. first four. Okay, so that's perfect. So yeah, we'll that's take why, our... That's why we're doing it Wednesday night, because the actual games start on Thursday. Actually, update, guys. We're not going to let you guys know. We're just going to pick the 64. Yeah. The first four in, uh, we don't who matter. gives a shit? I'll watch I'm the game. I'm sure one of them will win. And we'll have like a little discussion on the first four and how it went, um, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, so that'll be next week. As of right now, with conference tournaments going on, most of them don't finish until Saturday, and then also like a few will finish on Sunday. Like The... Big Ten will finish on Sunday. I think like the SEC or the, the SEC finishes on Sunday. Um, I know the ACC finishes on Saturday, um, but most of the big ones finish Saturday or Sunday right before they do the selection. Because if you're finishing on Sunday morning, it's not going to have too much of an impact on if you're a five seed or a four seed or whatever it ends up being. So as of right now, most of the tournaments are in full swing. I'm disappointed in Duke today. Obviously, they won. I, by I nine. feel like yeah against Syracuse without so, Buddy Bayham. So we beat them by 20 both times we played them in the regular season. Right, and then we played them without their best player, and we had to go on a 10 nothing run at the end of the game to win by nine. It was it was honestly it was sad. It I was very sad. Um, it's because I we just, shot like over 33 pointers, and that doesn't make any sense. No, um, but also like Jimmy Bayheim. 
you know, uh, Jim's other son that's on the team. <laughs> uh, went for 28. <laughs> so, do those Bayham guys, man. Yeah. This is, dude, good for good for Jim. Yeah, they just shoot. Just pumping them out, and you know what? They're just shooters. Yeah, they just shoot threes. Um, also, shout out Michigan for losing in Juwan Howard's return. Shocking, he probably won't have a job next year. He yeah, probably Wisconsin, will, but he shouldn't. W- bad news for Wisconsin. They got bumped by Nebraska, right? Uh, I don't know what happened. Uh, probably did. <clears throat> it I was bad. It was like against like the 11 seed Nebraska. It was it was pretty bad. Yeah, that's yeah. The th- this is one. Yeah, yeah, because Nebraska's in the quarterfinals. <laughs> that was bad. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know that you don't give a shit, but it's college basketball. Yeah, so I, it's a thing of like the... It's my conference. Uh-huh. That's why I follow it. It's, yeah, Whoa. it is. As an Alabama, Alabama fan? Alabama, bro. Yeah, for the Big Ten? Yeah. No, SEC. I thought we were talking about. Uh, Wisconsin and I'll Nebraska. Like Arkansas, guys. <laughs> Arkansas. Because I looked at Wisconsin and Nebraska, and I, them I, I almost I almost picked up your laptop and snapped it over my knee right now. Yeah. So uh, like, if there's one thing that you need to know, I thought it was Arkansas. At least conferences. Bro. I thought it was Arkansas because you like college football, so you have to know conferences. Hey, remember that one time you didn't remember Nick Saban's name? Yeah, dude. Fuck you. All right. We all make mistakes sometimes. Bring it up. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to find where Wisconsin. I don't know if we recorded that episode. <laughs> yeah. No, Wisconsin. I don't think Wisconsin's even you played yet. <laughs> this is this is live. Yeah. <laughs> I, either way. Um, yeah. So the the conference tournaments are in full swing right now. Uh, Duke is in semifinals. Uh, we play Miami tomorrow. Um, Should the, win that handily. Yo, we lost to them in the regular season. So hopefully, um, this team doesn't really get who out of else bed. Is, who else is in the semis for well, the ACC? Empty kind of guy, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with this team, yeah. Uh, until we get to actual playing against actually good teams, absolutely. Um, the other teams, so North Carolina's playing right now, and then it'll probably be Virginia. Oh, Virginia Tech won, so they they moved on, and then I think uh, Virginia Tech beat Clemson yesterday. Did they have to play today to get into the semis? Virginia Tech won on a buzzer beater today. Uh, against or, who? Uh, I don't remember. I just saw that they won on a buzzer beater. Oh no, M- Miami won on a buzzer beater. Uh, Virginia Tech, I thought one. Um, uh, yeah, Virginia Tech won by seven against Notre Dame. So Virginia Tech will play the winner of North Carolina and Virginia, who are playing right now. North Carolina's up by 12. So it'll probably be North Carolina, Virginia Tech, Miami, and Duke. It's kind of setting up for Duke, North Carolina trilogy. And, and don't get me wrong, that would be like an amazing game, and it'll be I'm gonna a lot tell of you fun. Right now, we'll you guys should win lot. that game by 30. Yes, we should. And I think we will, because it's not at home. Um, <laughs> you guys have problems at home. Yeah, we do. Um, also against bad teams, it scares me. I told Kyle this: we either lose in the second round or we win the whole thing. That's legitimately my concern: is that they beat a really bad team in the first round and then don't even care about the second game, and then they get r- just beat by a team that hangs around for too long. That's like a seven seed, and it's like, mm, okay, that's not going to be ideal. Hold on, time out. What's a monkey chug? You know, jug upside down. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever done that. Well, guys, a hundred bucks, and we'll all do it. A hundred bucks for sure. Kyle called out in the chat. hundred. If we get a hundred dollars in tips, uh, we will each mon- monkey chug a twisted tea for you guys. I was guys. thinking of a long pour chug, but we'll do monkey chugs, dude. Uh, okay. We'll just sit up on your couch, go upside down, and chug it. Uh, okay, I mean, I, I don't know how to. Mess. I don't know how to track if we got tips or not. Um, well, right there it says top tip, new tips. No, that um, doesn't update automatically. I would have to go over there and update that. Well, we don't have one yet. Okay, so uh, well, no, we we'll don't. wait about it. Yes, yeah, so this is. Like, 
I, I think Ugh. Dragon Ball's. I think Dragon Ball's double zero for some odd reason. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's Tanner. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. What? what who'd you thought it was? Tanner. Tanner. That's what I just said. I know. Oh. <laughs> uh, I think hey, it's Tanner, but completely off topic though. I got. I got to tell you something. Oh boy. So no. So the other day, right? We're in the car, and I don't know if I did a talk to text or if I called you. But I told my, you know, I told Siri or whatever, like in my, my car, I said, you know, text or call, we'll say call, call Logan Donay, right? Mm-hmm. Is it Donay? Donay? D- Donay, but... Donay, right? right? It, so I, I don't I think, think Siri can tell the difference. I said Donay, right? The, Siri can't tell the difference. She goes, Amanda goes, Donay? She goes, what the fuck? She goes, I thought there was a G in there. And I go, What? <laughs> she goes, yeah, I thought his name was Lo- Logan Dungus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. I went, what? She goes, yeah, I could have sworn his last name was Dungus. I would I would get roasted on a daily basis if my last name was Dungus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. So, uh, no, Donay, um, for those of you guys listening, is Logan Donay. Okay. Okay, not Dungus. Yeah, so... Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot going on with conference tournaments right now. Heck, the basketball. Yeah, Arizona snuck out a win against uh, Stanford. Baylor got upset today by Oklahoma. That's a huge loss. Um, Baylor might drop significantly. I don't know. The Big Twelve is probably the hardest tournament. Big Twelve and the SEC are the two toughest conferences right now. There's just like four or five teams in each conference. Oklahoma was like the seven seed in the Big Twelve, and they beat Baylor, who's the number three team in the country. Um, Kansas won handily. There's, there's just TCU upset Texas in the Big 12. Like, there's a lot that's going on. Yeah. Big 10, you got teams like Iowa winning by 50 against Northwestern. So, that isn't, that's not a good look. Um, but as far – oh, uh, yeah, Michigan lost to Indiana. Texas A&M won on a buzzer beater. Um, there's a lot going on right now. As far as conference tournament go, uh, Nevada lost. Shocking. Um, but as far as, like, what's going to happen in the next few days, it's not going to make much of a difference. Like – as long as the top teams keep winning, Kansas will probably win out. I imagine Duke will win out, hopefully, for me. Um, and the, uh, they already said Kansas. Probably like Kentucky or Auburn or Arkansas. One of those three teams will win the SEC. Like, it's going to be your, your same teams that you already know are the top seeds. Right. There's not going to be much that affects the actual bracket. So we'll have to see what happens. But as of right now, I mean, just enjoy some great basketball. There's going to be some teams that are – Winning on some buzzer beaters. March has already started. You have some lower schools, some lower conferences that already have winners that got in on buzzer beaters or winners that just kind of got in because whatever reason, you know, that there was some uh, controversy with like Jacksonville and Jacksonville State. Um, I think Jacksonville State like won the whole won the whole conference tournament, but they have a postseason ban, so they're not allowed to play in the NCAA <laughs> tournament. And so instead of giving it, to the team that they beat in the conference tournament championship, they gave it to the team that won the regular season. Oh, because that no. makes sense. That makes so much sense. It is that is uh, that's terrible. Yeah. So yeah, as of right now, keep an eye out. But the biggest thing is that on Sunday, there's obviously going to be selection Sunday after some big conference championships, and then uh, games start on Tuesday. Real games start on Thursday. Okay. Sick. Very uh-huh. excited. All right. Um, jumping over to. Nope. Time out. Bathroom break. Bathroom break. Bathroom break. Especially for bogey. Um, so, hey, guys, I don't even know if we, if, I don't even know how to donate. Like, I don't have a way to, like, click on the stream and donate. You know what I mean? We're no. professionals, if you could not tell. Um, no, yeah, you know, you 
just right. You just press it right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Prime so mute. no. Sorry, um. So I don't even know if they're able to uh, <laughs> do it. Because How about uh, it, for right now, if we can't figure out Twitch for donations, you can always go to Anchor.fm/slash Show Talking Sports and donate there. And absolutely, about to take a bathroom break. We're gonna chill here. Uh, whoever's in here, um, just gonna go take the mascot out here to go pee. And then also, guys, if you're not following us right now, give us a follow. We're at 18 right now. Would love to get up to like 25 by the end of the stream. That'd be sweet. Yes. Uh, we'll be right back. We'll take turns. Though. There's at least two of us in here. Huh? Yes, sir. Providing some content. Yeah. For you guys. Anything else um, in the chat? What? I don't have the chat open, so I don't know what's going on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a whole lot going on. Um, money, money layer, money layer. Yeah, and you stacking money or are you fucking money? That's a question that I'm waiting for them to respond to. Money layer. I imagine if your name is money layer, it's you stacking it or you fucking? I imagine it's the latter. But I, I, secret bug chut time. That doesn't answer the question, my friend. That does not answer the question. Upper Decker 666. Fuck yeah. Just responded PP break. PP break. Um, we don't we, know who listen, that we drink is. a good amount of twisted tea. So we do need PP breaks. Yes. I'm going to have to take a fucking deuce here pretty soon. Damn it. We're not man. even through sports. You're going to be gone for so long. It's been an hour. Yeah. We have topics. Oh yeah, guys, stick around. We're going to have topics. So for those of you that don't know, uh, I'm slapping it. Sometime <laughs> uh some weeks, I don't know what that means. <laughs> some weeks we each bring a topic uh, to the podcast, and all it means is whatever we're most passionate about for that week, we just kind of bring it, we talk about it, we get the other guys' opinions on it. Um, we don't want to spoil anything, but we each have one this week. Um, so it should be fun after we get through sports news. How much more do we have in sports news? Um, How many more topics, I should say? So, one, real quick. It'll take 15 seconds. Okay, so that's an irrelevant sport. Second, well, it's golf. I but, apologize. Yeah, but... T- let, no, that'll go longer than 15 seconds. No, I won't. Because that's his topic. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and then um, go over the article, Olympics. You want to go first? All right. Yep, okay. All right. You got like so, four more. Secret yeah. butt <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, yeah. Upper Decker 666. Did you miss that? Calvin Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> username. What a username. Why is Cambridge's bathroom door locked? Maybe right, go use there. mine. God damn it. I imagine she's in there because probably doesn't lock from the outside. Oh, but... Probably. <laughs> probably. All right, so what are we talking about? Uh, we were going over what is going on in sports news. Kyle says there's like four more topics. Four more topics? Yeah, we've been going for an hour. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a long what? It's yeah. a long time. Yeah, so, but I was letting everybody know we got our topics, um, so we'll go over all that, and then, I mean, Kyle's got a few more. I don't even know what else he would have for sports right now. Maybe baseball. He's probably going to talk about baseball. I, I have the collective bargaining agreement sure. uploaded on my thing. They, they, they agreed, yeah. Yeah. So I have it. I have a guy that comes in, like, you know, twice a week at my branch that we just talk about baseball. It's usually me saying vague things about baseball. And letting him carry the conversation. Because I don't watch a lot of baseball. So I just say like vague things that make me sound like I kind of know what I'm talking about. And he goes, dude, this guy is my guy for baseball. And I'm like, yeah, I watch the Red Sox three <laughs> times a year. That's, that's my thing. Um, but yeah, he's, he's like a huge baseball guy. So um, yeah, that would be good to talk about. 
Yeah. I couldn't tell you what else. All right. I was back. Do you need to go pee? I do not. Are you sure? I'm sure. <laughs> I'm like four in, but I don't have to pee. I pee before the podcast. We'll give it 25 minutes. <laughs> right. And he's gonna be like... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, right, well, guys. let's go ahead and go into the next uh, sports news segment. All right, guys, jumping into golf. I'm not going to talk too much because we already got some topics that Tim's going to talk about later on. Um, but Tiger celebrates being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Very emotional speech. Um, obviously, he's going to go down as one of the greatest, if not the greatest. It would be yep. him and... Uh, Jack. Yeah, Jack Nicholas. It would be between them two. Um, I'm going to say Tiger because I love him more. Um, and then Matsuyama withdraws from the Players' Championship due to a back injury. It's rough. And we'll, we'll go into that a little bit more as far as I go in my boom and bust because I have, I have some opinions on who should have taken over for him, but we'll go over that. All right, and then jumping over to uh, MLB, guys. Big news. No games will be canceled. Baseball will be back and will start on, I believe it's regular time or a little bit less, but... All 162 um, 62 games will be played, and the season will begin on April 7th. So they're just, like, pushing back opening day, and, like, they're yeah. still going to play all the season? Yeah. So, so what was the point of them canceling? We canceled the first four series. I don't think they saw any um, I feel like end it in was, sight. I feel like it was, like, try to put pressure on the players, and I the players were like, yes. we don't give a shit. <laughs> yes. Um, 100% <laughs> that's what it's going to be. Um, Rob Manfred was like, yo, all right, is what it is. We canceling games and uh, the players went okay, <laughs> sure, dude, why not? Right. And then yesterday, they said they will extend it another. I think it was two weeks. Um, so the earliest to be able to start was like April eighteenth, I believe it was, or something like that. And then as of today, Major League Baseball's owners voted unanimously to ratify a new CBA, collective bargaining agreement. Um, ending the league's 99-day lockout of the players and salvaging a 162-game season that will begin April 7th. It's really not that long of a lockout. Like, when you think about it, like, yeah, it's three months, you know? But, like, I feel like when the NFL had their, like, long lockout or the NBA had their long lockout, it was, like, a year. It was, like, a long fucking... Like, the NBA players went and played, like, pickup games at, like, random, like, Rucker Park. And LeBron and KD had a flag football game <laughs> during the lockout. Like... There was so much more that happened. The baseball lockout was like, we don't agree for like really like a month. The first two months was kind of like, ah, ah, ah. And then it was like a month of, oh, fuck. And then it was, yeah, all right, we, yeah. we, we figured it out. I was going to say, they didn't even talk for like a month and a half. Um, but yeah, so what that kind of means though, guys, is as pretty much I think of tonight or this after this evening, um, whenever it opened up, free agencies are back up. Um, there's like 300 players on the free agency for baseball. Um, so it's going to be very, very um, news-packed for baseball for the next few weeks before the season starts. Um, they're going to obviously kick off spring training as soon as they possibly can to get these players in shape and ready to go. But we'll get more into detail of that later down the road. But it is what it is. Time MLB out. is back. So it's the CBA. It's a collective bargaining agreement under the CBA. Minimum salaries will begin at seven hundred thousand in twenty twenty two, which is an increase twenty three percent from the prior year and rise to seven hundred eighty thousand for the final year in twenty twenty six. So each year, these minimum deals for these guys that are just getting into the league are going to be getting paid, you know, seven hundred eighty to seven hundred eighty thousand, depending on when they got signed. Uh, 
and which is nice. That's good. That's good for those guys. And that was the whole. That's the whole thing with this, these collective bargaining agreements and these holdouts. It's usually for the lower guys. It's yeah. like it's usually no, no, yeah, it's yeah. usually a holdout. Like cool, you pay. You can pay like Aaron Judge and shit like that. Like fucking five hundred mil. But it's just like dude, I'm just coming in and like. I'm not getting paid jack squat, which to them, jack squat may only be like, you know, 500,000, whatever it was, whatever 23% of 500,000 was, was lower. Like, I can't, like five, I'm six, not smart at math, but you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but that's kind of like the new deal for them, which is good. Um, and then, yeah, I'm just excited to, you know, where this is just kind of over. I'm, I'm sick and tired of lockouts. Yeah. I feel like in our lifetime, we've had so many lockouts. Yes. It's been more relevant. I think because players are starting to be like, hey, maybe we should have more rights. Well, it's cool, though, because, like, people are talking about <laughs> baseball. You know, baseball's relevant right now. People yeah, it are like, is. oh, shit, there's a lockout? People that don't watch baseball is like, oh, shit, dude, this is pretty crazy. What's going on with this lockout? Yeah. You know, so, I don't know, bring a little bit of attention, maybe people will be more excited. I don't know. Um, jumping over to Olympics, all right? No, when are still Olympics? happening? We, no, no, oh, it okay. ended February 20th. But I just realized, bro. I, I thought I got we an never touched up on it. I thought I got an update like yesterday that was like, man, Ukraine in the lead with three, like, like having people medal or like sweep the podium. And I was like, man, that's still happening. Oh no, no, good yeah. to know Fe- it's not. Yeah, February twentieth was the was the end of the. So Olympics. it was like three weeks, two weeks. Yeah, it was it was the third to the twentieth. I thought we were going so to the Paralympics. It was seventeen days. Paralympics. No, that's coming up though. Oh okay. That actually is coming up. I think it already started. Oh, did it really? Maybe yeah. that's what it was. Maybe oh. Ukraine's sweeping in the Paralympics. Oh, shit. Because they've all got their legs No, 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 stop, all got their no, legs stop, no. stop. Oh, <laughs> man. This basketball team's going to be dynamite. Do you the wheelchairs? Yeah, dude, because they all got their legs blown off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got to adapt In case you guys fast. didn't hear me say that. I'm sure they did. We heard you. All right, so Olympics. All right, uh, so just <laughs> recap on Winter Olympics because we never touched up on it. We sucked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, because winter, like, okay. winter time, okay. winter time hey, is not hey, our sport. When I see a, a country with no snow host the Winter Olympics with a literal nuclear, nuclear power plant right behind it, I don't give a fuck, all right? Where we medal. Yeah, multiple injuries. Like, there was a lot of complaints about the snow. People didn't want to go. Everything. Yeah, people got injured. Yeah, people were like, I don't want to fucking go to China. During the situation, not because it's China. China's a beautiful country, guys. Let's not get this twisted. Anyway. No. Germany. <laughs> Let's not get it twisted. China sucks. <laughs> China. We have no listeners in China. China. Why the fuck am I saying China? Germany. <laughs> Germany China. finishing first. 12 golds. But for a total of 27 medals, Canada came in second with only four golds. Fucking sure. pussies. Of course they did. But 26 medals, and then Team USA, eight golds, but 25 medals. So we finished third this um, Olympic season. Oh, you finished season. third in total medals? Yeah, 25 medals. No, no. You, I yeah, thought we did way worse. No, you guys were sitting there saying like we did bad. Well, we didn't no, do well, bad. Well, no, no, no. We started off eighth. I thought we were doing so yeah, awful. Yeah, like five days in, we were eighth. But we ended up, uh, you know, I was like, come on, bro, we always come back, dude. It's fucking USA. We're not going to not, we're gonna, we're not, gonna not get a medal, you know what I mean? We got bronze. All right, we'll finish, we'll finish third. And then Sweden was fourth place with only 18. So it was pretty much the top three Giant dogs, gap, yeah. And we passed them. Look at this. Little North America rep, Canada and US. Canada's yeah, our little dude. brother, even though, you know, it's when the little brother, like, does a little bit better than you. you know, that's my brother right there. Yeah, dude. And then we're going to be beat them in everything else in the Olympics. You know, like Summer Olympics. Like oh, Summer Olympics. They come them. in like dead last. Yeah, and we're going to be like, that's our little brother. <laughs> yeah. When they win a gold, we're like, yeah, Canada. Go, you guys. Yeah. 
Hey, you did good, all right? You, 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 did, us, you did us proud. Shout out to anyone listening from Canada. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking, you guys are very nice people. <laughs> the right, nicest. And so, then... What else we got? We are going over to my last and final topic over here. Cricket. Okay. okay. There we go. There's been changes to the laws of cricket that will be effective October 1st. So we still got a little ways out, but there's some new stuff going on. Now, I know you guys don't follow cricket. I've been trying to get more into it, so I'm Are not saying that I'm the most intelligent. That I don't follow cricket. How dare you? How many wickets have you scored? <laughs> Ooh. That's not how I scored. Have I scored? <laughs> I haven't scored any wickets. Um, but I've earned wickets. Anyway, we won't get into that I'm going to jump out this window. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I forgot you guys were diehard fans. What team What team you guys follow? Yo, New South Wales. Always. Always knew that I was way. Oh, okay. Twister, dude. I couldn't get it, dude. Hey, well, jumping over here to Money Layer, he's gonna appreciate this. Um, he's a big cricket. Who's fan. Money Layer? He's a big cricket fan, dude. It's fucking in the chat. Oh, what about those automated robot umps? That's for baseball. It was way past. We okay, that but a while ago. Upper Decker six 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 might be a cricket fan because when you mentioned cricket, he was like, "Hey." Yeah, he started going, "Hey." Well, he didn't do this, but it was just A. I thought thought it was a... Yeah, he literally did this. He literally did this. Wendy's, baby. Yeah, but Upper Decker literally did this. So who... who... So don't fucking at me, bro. Yeah, Wendy's. Wendy's. Yeah, Yeah, that's your team. That's his team. Wait, Cindy's, baby. You guys suck each other's all the way. Uh, NSW. uh, Double. Yeah, yeah, let's go, baby. Anyway, (laughs) all right, so you guys are definitely going to follow along, so I'm not going to slow down for this, okay? Caught dismissals. New batters will be on strike, even if the previous batter had crossed before being caught. Mm. Running out the non-striker has been moved from a Law 41 unfair play to Law 38 run out. Wow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Huge. Saliva. Will not be permitted to shine the ball anymore. So you can't spit on the ball? Nope. Come on, dude. That's a fucking little Man, bit spit, of it. Spitting on balls is like some people's expertise, though. Dude, I love spitting on balls. Yeah, I don't doubt that. <laughs> you South Wales fans are definitely all about spitting on yeah, balls. Yeah, dude. Hawking loogies on balls. Dead ball. <laughs> Will be called by the umpire if either side is disadvantaged by a person, animal, or object entering the field. Why that wasn't person, already a thing? Person, animal, or object? Yeah, dude. Why that wasn't already a thing? I don't know. Bro, just Why? The umpire will now take into account all positions a batter has stood during a bowler's run-up as well as at release. Striking off pitch. Batters can hit a ball that has landed off the pitch as long as they remain partly within the pitch. Mm-hmm. Unfair movement by, fielding, by the fielding side will be punished with five penalty runs. Man. Oh, really? Instead of being a dead ball. So now instead of a dead Jesus. ball, it's, hey, you guys get fucking plus five runs. That's ridiculous. That is That's crucial. Crazy. Replacement players will inherit any sanctions or dismissals from the players that they replaced. Okay, so if you replace someone that has, like, that's like in basketball. It's like if you sub in for someone that has a tech, and it's like you now have a technical foul. <laughs> <laughs> Cricket getting wild, dude. Cricket getting Wild. Cricket and wild. Right on. That's crazy. That's a lot of major changes. All right. right NFL took up most of that, guys. No, no, man. Um, Because we talked so much, but it was uh, in-depth. We liked it. There's a lot going on in NFL right now. And that wraps it up for this week's 
Kyle's sports news that you did not know that you cared about. Lovely, lovely, lovely. All right, who wants to go first for topics? I imagine no, Kyle... spit me. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, I imagine Kyle needs a break after sports news. Me. So, Timmy, uh, take it over. So, because I'm going to be quick with it, guys. Uh, these other two segments quick are, are going to be kind of a lengthy one, um, and I can't wait for them because it's, it's all football and I love football. So, I, just, I can't wait. Uh, mine is going to be the Players' Championship preview. Uh, Players' Championship is going on right now. Started today... Guys, uh, it is the Players' Championship. A lot of them think of it as a major. Um, so, essentially, it's like the fifth major of golf. Um, right now, it plays at TPC Sawgrass. For those of you guys that don't know, it's in Florida. Round one, still underway um, after two different weather delays. One in the morning, one in the afternoon. I guess the third one for not weather. It's Florida. So, makes sense. Yeah, just a lot of rain and shit like that. But Tommy Fleetwood and Tom Hoagie share the leaderboard at minus six. Tommy Fleetwood... Great golfer uh, from Britain, um, so good to see him playing good. Tom Hoagie he's makes a good of, sandwich. <laughs> does make a good sandwich. He's kind of a somewhat of a veteran, so it's it's nice to see him at <laughs> minus six. I don't see Tom Hoagie being in the top five at the uh, on Sunday, um, so just be ready for that. Scoring conditions were very great this afternoon, though, when I was watching. Uh, with the way the weather is looking right now, though, I could definitely see like a Monday finish for this tournament, um, which would be, you know, odd. But again, it's Florida. It's not unprecedented. We may see it. Um, and then I just go into players I like going into the uh, the player championship. All of the players I like, only one of them has finished their round. So don't worry. I haven't, I haven't like fucking gone out and completely... Just picked anyone in the in the leaderboard after Thursday. Their round, I uh, like Jordan Spieth. Uh, it just seems like it's his turn. His buddies Ricky Fowler won it in 2015, and then Justin Thomas won it last year. Um, he hasn't played since the Genesis, which was late February. So it's been like a couple weeks off for him. Uh, but he did play second at Pebble Beach at the beginning of February. So he is, you know, he's in somewhat form. And so I've been looking for him to make some moves. I got Brooks Kepka. He shows up for big tournaments, hasn't played well in the players in the past, but I mean, just his record at majors, just, I, I just can't, can't hate him for it. Um, he plays third at the waste management and he's averaging a 69.8 per round right now. Nice. Um, exactly. Uh, if that 69 is only going to be like a two or three under at the players and you're going to need to do a little bit better no, than that to win it. Probably a lot better than that. Um, but I think he can do it. He's minus two right now through four holes or through three holes. He, yeah. he goes, tees off early in the morning um, to continue his first round. Colin Morikawa, number two in the world. Enough said, best ball striker in golf right now. Um, that's pretty much it. He's he's a stud. I like his game. Victor Hovland, uh, almost won last week at the Bay Hill. Five top fives in his last six starts internationally to include two or three wins. I couldn't, I, I forget which it was, two or three wins. Uh, but last six starts, he's won two or three times. So he's an absolute stud right now. And, I like his game a lot, and I was watching his round earlier this morning. He was driving the ball absolutely beautiful. Just couldn't just couldn't finish the putts because he was finishing his second shots were going in there 10, 8 feet, and he would just rim in and everything like that. And then I have a dark horse, which is Max Homa. Don't have a lot of uh, news on him. He did win earlier this year back in September. The golf season is a little bit weird. It begins in September. So he won in September, um, and then he did place top 10, I think, at the Genesis as well. Um, and I just like Max Homa's game. Um, he is, he's the only one that finished his round. No, Victor Hovland is. Victor Hovland's finished his round. He's minus one. Uh, but those are the players I like. Uh, I love the players. I love golf. 
anyone that listens uh, regularly knows that. So I'm super excited, and I watched it all morning. <clears throat> yeah. No. Hey. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. That's it. Yeah, I was like, hey, anything else? All right. Yeah. So I was surprised because I saw that there was two delays because of the weather and stuff like that. I didn't realize just how, how many yeah. players did not finish. Or even start. No, there are some players that didn't even start. There's there's about, like, I think, like, 15 that didn't even start their round. Somewhere yeah. around there. So that's why I'm saying, like, I was looking over it, uh, you know. Just I feel like it has to be a Monday finish. Has to be. If, if there's guys that haven't teed off for their first round by, by a Saturday, or by Friday, I mean, there's no way that, that finishes up on a Saturday. Because they, they will finish their first round tomorrow. Um, and and, ask then, him to and tee then they off will for... start their second round at around five, and then it'll be the same case as today. It'll just be until Saturday starts with the cut and everything like that. Because the Saturday, what's going to happen is Saturday morning is going to hit, and there's going to be people that haven't finished their round. They're going to be close to making the cut, or they're going to have to go like you have to finish your round because you're close to making the cut. Yeah. You can't you you can't be invited to a tournament and not be able to play your two rounds that you're yeah. allotted. You know, so it's just, it, it will get messy. Um, and I think maybe what's going to happen is going to be a Monday morning finish where there's going to be five or 10 groups that need to finish around 10 holes, 10 to, you know, anywhere to one, 10 to one holes. That's so rough though. Having to pick up in the middle of the course on like a Monday morning. Like, and it, it happens, it happens rough. more than you think in golf. So, I mean, it's just. It's just something that happens, um, and well, it'll be weird for the players because I've never seen it in the players happen. Um, I'm sure it has happened before because it's Florida, um, but it's just a little odd, and it, it's just kind of a bummer when when you think about it. Like, because a lot of Sunday, like a lot of people that watch golf and follow golf, like I do, they're like fucking old men. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, let's well, be honest. Not with at it. work, right? And so, like, you go to work on a Monday, and you're like, oh shit, the players is happening, and like, I won't, I'm, I'm not gonna be working on Monday, so I'm fine with it. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be like. I'll be at home. <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna fucking I'm, I'm gonna, gonna fucking home. watch it and um but it's just you know, it's just something that happens. My only thing is I don't think it got delayed because usually they'll let you play through the rain unless there's lightning. There was no lightning, the rain was just so bad that it was literally Jesus. flooding like they showed pictures and they were like squeegeeing the fairways and the, and the greens and it it was soaked. You're you're gonna like just squeegee and there's gonna be a fucking gator in the middle of 16 and you're gonna be like fuck <laughs> oh oh nice shot nice drive right down the fairway oh yeah it looks like he's got a pretty good line oh there's a gator <laughs> bites off fucking Marikawa's leg that'd be terrible yeah that'd be terrible uh, right, but that wraps up for mine okay so it wasn't the fact that there's so many people that haven't even teed off yet it's that there's still so many people that are on the first hole second hole sixth Third, hole yeah like, there's so many like players beyond the guys finish. that haven't even teed off yet. There's so yeah. many guys that are one, two, three to up to six holes and in. Like, I know that there's players that are gonna be just like me. Tori be like, all right, Kyle, come on, you gotta shoot minus eight to be able to hit the cutoff, and you're on hole thirteen. Like, hey, I could eagle, <laughs> I could eagle here on out, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like that, that'd be my defense on every single one. And once I got to the 17th, they're like, Kyle, you need three hole ones. I'd be like, all right. I'm back <laughs> I don't two oh, but, but honestly, that, that, that's how players think, and that's how they should think. I mean, they're Absolutely. not, they not, they're the not out of it until yeah. they're absolutely out of it. Yep. And, I completely and, agree. And so, yeah, it just that's how it kind of works out. And, you know, but I'm super excited for the players. 
Uh, super strong field, and right now the leaderboard's already stacked. Uh, I don't have it up on me, but right now, but we already have Tommy Fleetwood up there. We have, I guess that's all I can think of off the top of my head. Who's Hazen? Tied for 11th at minus three. There you go. He's up there. Um, I know uh, John Rahm's at minus three. Uh, Harold Varner at minus four. He's not like huge name, but he got his very first international win. He's been big on the PGA Tour for a while. He, he's he's up there already. Yeah, he was he's... actually leading and then tripled 17 into the water, um, which was rough. It was nice seeing him do well, though. I didn't even triple last weekend. All right? That guy sucks. <laughs> that guy sucks. You didn't triple 17 at Red Hawk. You didn't. I did not triple 17. You didn't. We both cleared the water. Yeah, we did, baby. And then yeah, I chipped it twice did, into the side of the hill and rolled hey, back down I my hill. Oh, no. <laughs> I think I quadruple putted. So we're all, we're all good. We're all good. All right, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'll have some more news and I'll uh, I'll do a little next recap we'll for next it. week on the the and players results. and whatnot. So, which one of you two <clears throat> want to go first with your guys' topics? Um, yeah, I'll go just because uh, we're all gonna be able to talk about it for a while. Oh, hold on, hold on. I feel like. Logan's might be better first. We go over that, and then we cover yours, and then it's kind of full circle. I just feel like we should do mine and put a time limit on it, because I feel like we're going to talk forever. Okay, start but, talking. You have three minutes. <laughs> and then we have like another 20. That's, <laughs> that's literally all I need. <laughs> all right, guys, so my topic for this week is just going to be right now the top 100 free agents. That are out there. Um, I'm not going to go one by one. Um, but I sent everybody an Excel sheet. Um, and that's pretty much all I need to say. I didn't put pull um, it up yet. The rest of this time. We'll just pre pretty much us talking about it. Um, so top 100. And we can go by positions. Um, I'm not even really going to go over my list. It'll just be over what you guys are thinking as well. My piece of paper. Um, Excel sheet. Logan's got it up. I'm assuming you have. Yep. Absolutely. Tim. Yeah I got it up now. Perfect. Okay. So, yeah, I don't think we should go by top 100. I mean, I feel like there's going to be ranking like, many errors. Ranking like an offensive three. tackle over a safety, that doesn't make, that's not something I care about. I care about what positions do you need exactly. and who are the guys and in that position. And how they rank themselves. Yeah. All right, so um, kicking it off, we'll just go with QBs. We'll start off with the offense first. <laughs> I didn't know how many more there were. Oh, no. He bought a 24-pack? Oh, I stopped <laughs> drinking so long ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's so many more. Um, so QB, these are the top 100s just off of via ESPN's, um, calculations for it. Um, I tweaked mine a little bit. I'm sure we'll all have our own separate opinions. Yeah. So just kicking off QBs, um, they got Jameis Winston as the number one. I have, I have a question. So the Wrong. ones that you sent us, were these tweaked? Yeah, he has NFL, he has NFL top 100 and then he has Kyle's. I would also like to point out to the viewers that Kyle sent us oh. a spreadsheet that's not editable. He only sent one that we could view. So we couldn't even make our own. We just have to go off Kyle's top 100. Well, no, you guys can go off the top 100. And, that's and what, yours. That's what you did to us last no, time. No, I, I sent you NFL and mine, and you could edit it. Okay, well, I So didn't... everyone edited theirs. Okay, well, I... Because I, I, I know how to make a spreadsheet, Kyle. It, okay, first off, the spreadsheet looked good as shit, dude. It, and I was very good. impressed it with myself. Good. It did look good. Okay, so we're gonna fucking start with that shit. I was very, very, very how happy with how this turned it? out. About an hour, <laughs> about fifty minutes to an hour. Um, I'm sure there's shortcuts I could have taken. Yeah. Um, I didn't find out until like, the, the very end. You don't know keyboard shortcuts that I could have just copied everything. Hey, like, no, at the same just, time. No, it's all good. 
No, but, um, you did I mean, great. I, you did yeah, great. Yeah, you dude, did great. No, I know, dude. I know I did. The only thing I you, felt good about the only this thing baby. you didn't do great at is choosing Marcus Mariota as the second QB. Yeah, you bitch. What kind of an Oregon fan are you? That's, nah, he's not that, even number one. That's what I did do. Yeah, that's the one thing that you did bad at. I'm sorry. Okay, um, well, I don't think Mariota has played in, what, probably four seasons? Uh, Marcus right. Mariota played a game last year for the Raiders and looked um, Like half good. of the game. And he looked very good. And looked very good. Looked okay. So he played half of a game in four seasons. Marcus Mariota has played against has played more recently than Jameis Winston and Mitchell Trubisky. However, not more than Teddy Bridgewater, who is not played, a great field yes, quarterback. Not started though. Played more recently. Yeah, like one snap, he fucking probably ran the ball and he got a first down. Okay, hold on, Logan. <laughs> Are you sitting here saying that Marcus Mariota is your top-rated QB for ye- free oh. agent right now? Absolutely. You just gave me shit for not putting him number one. Because you're in Oregon. No, I gave you shit for just putting him two. I think he should be oh, three. Oh, 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 you're saying he should be much lower. Who? Who should be over him? Teddy? Teddy. It's understandable. See, but I don't, I, don't, I don't understand why you have Mitch at three, and so does the NFL. Mitch is so bad. He hasn't played. And when he um, So... He's not extremely good. We all know that. You know who Mitchell he's Trubisky gonna, is better than? Year. He's going to go to the Daniel Jones. Jones. <laughs> and that's fair. He's going. He's worse than Daniel Jones. He's, no, he's better than. Okay, yeah, and that's why I put Trubisky third because he's going to go to the Giants. See, because not uh, only he is. No, what's his face? Oh no, he is. I've heard Just that. Just went for the Bills. Yeah, I've heard that. And so he already knows <laughs> the fucking the, the 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 play schemes that he already has because he sat behind Josh Allen for the year um, with the Bills and that. Offensive coordinator or whatever that went to the Giants. I don't know Brian who the coaches. Brian Gable. There you go. Um, Trubisky already knows the system, so I think that's where he's going to go to the Giants. Jameis Winston is a good quarterback. He's just inconsistent. At that's times. why I keep him as number he's one. Good no, at no, times. he's the number one quarterback in the in this in this free agent. Class. Okay, 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 okay. So you're giving me shit that Marcus Mariota was second. Now, the reason why I think Mariota is second is because he had a career with the Titans with a terrible O-line. No, <laughs> yeah, no real yeah he had a career. Yeah, he sure did have a career. One of the longest touchdown runs by a quarterback in I said, NFL history. I said, oh, I if I that's said, what you're putting him at number one for, then, then you know what? I Shut said, your laptop who, and leave. Who did Marcus Mariota have to throw the ball to? Huh? I, said, I said he had a terrible career with the Titans. Oh, okay. All right, so it is a career. Boom. <laughs> Nightmares are still dreams, right? Okay, so. Marcus Mariota has never had a, a, a decent wide receiver throw to him. He NFL. had one of the best college careers okay. in the world. He has not excelled in the NFL whatsoever. No wide receivers throw the football to. Mariota, number two. I'm not going to put him over James. I'm not going to put him over James. If that's your James, criteria for being James a good quarterback, the if that's your criteria for being a good quarterback, then you should be ashamed of yourself. Listen. I know that you're holding on. I know that you're holding on. James has the potential to go six tutties, zero picks, 600 yards. No, not even. No, it. No, it's 120 yards, six touchdowns. Okay, okay. To be fair, yeah, that's fair. Um, obviously though, Andy Dalton on the bottom. Yes. Um, Teddy Bridgewater. I, I I love the guy. I love his story. I don't think he's better than when, Trubisky. When he, Mariota, or I don't know how. You don't think he's better than Trubisky when, when he, he played, when he, he plays. The Broncos he, look different. I. The Broncos won games when he played. Yeah, and and you know what? I think I think he's better than Trubisky and Bridgewater are the same almost almost the same quarterback. And I I would I would pay way more money for Bridgewater than Trubisky. More athletic too. I'm going Trubisky over Bridgewater. You are I, I think yeah, I think oh he's, my I god, think, as somebody I think he's who more is more inconsistent than Jameis Winston. 
Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, no he, way. Yeah, yeah, he went four no and Yeah, he went four and with the Saints when Drew Brees no, was out. No, if anything, you know because exactly he had Alvin what Kamara. you're getting out of Tre- Teddy Bridgewater. You know what you he, don't he, know what you're getting. No, out. he is probably one of the most consistent quarterbacks. He's yeah, great. consistently mediocre. Yeah, but you know what you're getting, Mitchell Trubisky. It's going to be consistently fucking bad. I don't agree with that. How you name, are? Name you the teams. Are. Name the teams that Trubisky's been on. The Bears. Okay. And the Bills. Who was his head coach on the Bears? Okay, yeah, that's a that's exactly a, no. He had terrible coaching. He had terrible coaching. He didn't have the best team. He only had Allen Robinson. That was all he had. David Montgomery wasn't even established yet as a running back. I don't know. I just how dare Aaron you? Trubisky sat behind. How dare you, as a Packers fan, defend Mitchell Trubisky? Okay, I don't care about the other leagues in my division or the other team in my division. Because we are better than them. <laughs> Alright? I'll root on I'll root for the Lions. I will root for the Lions when Tanner's there. Because I know they're not even a threat to me. <laughs> okay? They are the little stepchild that we lock in the basement. They are nothing to us. They are no they are they strike no fear. It doesn't matter. Mitchell Trubisky is so bad. I would I just like over like I would pay a hundred million dollars to have Teddy Bridgewater over Mitchell Trubisky for free. Over like fifteen years, or okay. any time. A hundred mil for for Bridgewater over Trubisky for free. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm putting all one hundred mil into my O line and wide receivers, and I'm going to destroy your team. No, Everything you're not. about your team, no, you're not. I will mutilate. No, you're not. All right, so let's move on to running backs. Um, I believe they had Cordell Patterson as number one, James Conner two, Leonard Fournette as three. Um, I disagree with that. I think Leonard Fournette is the more dominant running back in there. Cordell Patterson, don't get me wrong, he's only a threat because he's also a wide receiver. You put in Cordero over James Conner irks me. I I honestly don't mind it. However, the point of the matter Conner, is that it's a running back thing, and I still don't consider Cordell Patterson a running back because so he I probably either. rushed the ball like five hey, times hey, a game. I, I had Cordell under He got the Conner. ball no. a million no, times no, no, out of that game. No, 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 then he had receptions and receiving yards. Okay. He was a better running back for the team than wide receiver. Did he finish. The reason he why I put him finish. above James Conner is because he's a dual threat. You didn't let me finish. The the only the only list I appreciate about this whole thing is the running back. One, there's only three, so it wasn't hard for you. You had a fucking 33% chance of making it right, and you did. Good job. Okay, well, first off, there's only a 33% chance of the first one being right. Yeah. And then once you double that with the second. Yeah, there's a, there's well, 33 a, times 33 that, times 33. That 33, 33 do that, math. You had more than that, and you it's, did it. That's 99%. It, it, Where's it, the one? That's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go 33 times 33 times 33. 99. I had a 99% chance of getting that right. You had a 1 in 9 chance no, no, of getting it right. That's what I'm trying to yes, say. Absolutely. He said I had a 1 in 3rd chance. Yeah, it's about... But no. About, um, yeah. I think okay, so. You don't you don't disagree with Leonard's up, up first. I don't love it because he didn't do a lot with Jacksonville, and Neither then he, did James. James James Conner didn't do anything last season. That's not true. James Conner had a, had a pretty good year for the Cardinals. Not last season. His, his only year with the Cardinals. I'm gonna look up James Conner's stats. 
last season really quick. Because James Conner had, like, a game with, like, four touchdowns or some dumb shit. Like, he okay, had... Yeah, take out that one fluke of a game and look at his productivity. I, I think James Conner had a pretty good year last year for the Cardinals. I know because I, I uh, took uh, Chase Edmonds, and he didn't do shit for me in fantasy. Um, so, James Conner played 15 games, started six, uh, averaged... Uh, let me see. Yards per carry. Where is yards per carry? 4.2. 4.2 yards per carry? I don't know. You just made up a number. I oh. thought I thought you had the numbers. No, up that here. was my guess. I was three, like three point seven. Four point two is his career average, though. So pretty good. Come on, dude. Uh, three, so so three point seven yards per attempt, uh, fifty yards a game. So he's not getting enough touches. I think it's because he was in a split backfield, but he so scored fifteen. He scored fifteen touchdowns, Kyle. <whistles> he scored fifteen touchdowns. Like, his longest carry was only 35 yards, so he was consistently playing, like, so just he, he was good punching football. up the hole. Yeah, and that's what he does. Okay, I did not know. All right, Tim, change your mind. James Conner, 15 touchdowns last season. Oh, that was great. Uh, they, yeah, thanks punched. for punching in from one yard. I don't give a yeah, shit about okay, James Conner. Thank you, thank you. Okay, average, he averaged 50, 50 yards a game. Average 50 a game because he got... That's pretty terrible. I want to see how many... <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty fucking terrible. I mean, it's not 1,000 yards. I'm trying to see how many... So he only averaged 13 and a half attempts a game. He only averaged what? 13 and a half attempts per game. So like he's getting the ball 13 times. I feel like if he's getting the ball like a number one running back, it's over 20. He's averaging close to 100 yards a game. I'm not saying he's an amazing running back, but I'm saying he's a better running back than Cordero Patterson. But if you're averaging 3.7 yards or 3.8 yards a, a carry, give anybody the ball at 20 yards or at 20 attempts per game, any running back is going to be about 100 yards. James Conner was amazing on the Steelers for like his first two seasons. And after that, he started dying. No, off. Once the no, O-line fell no, down. no. Hey, so last year with the Cardinals, I think James Conner did great. I think he... Okay, that's the season we're talking about. Okay, so Leonard, he, Leonard, Fournette, he, averaged, he Leonard Fournette did average more yards per carry. Four and a half. So that's fantastic. Yep. Uh, longest carry was 45 yards. Had eight touchdowns. So, okay. I'm okay with, I'm okay with Leonard Fournette being above him. But Cordero Patterson, as far as a... Like running back, and I understand your your argument of a dual threat. Uh, so as a I'm trying to find his rushing stats, and again, I'm not saying he's the better running back, but as far as a free agent, if I'm building a team, I'm picking him as my running back over James Conner because I can use him as a dual threat. But Cordero Patterson's thirty, and James Conner is twenty six, so it's like four years difference. Cordero Patterson lit it up though. I know he did. Fantasy. I know he did, but it's because they like. No one thought they he was getting else. the ball. Like, yeah. no one thought he was getting the ball either. It yeah, was like week 13, they were like, okay, fucking Cornell's getting it. And he still lit them up. Yeah. If he got the ball, he was fucking burning them. And it's fair because he's getting matched up against linebackers because he's a wide receiver being lined up in the backfield. So he's getting matched up against linebackers. Yeah. Any wide receiver could do that. Yeah, it's a perfect mismatch. That's why I'm taking him over James Conner. <laughs> sure, okay. I, I guess. Am I going crazy right now? Let's line up Tyreek Hill in the backfield then, right? Yeah, he would murder people. Yeah, and then let's call him a running back. Uh, if he did a bunch of those, yeah. okay. So we did. We didn't do this. Hold on. Let's start. Let's stop arguing for a second. Never. Okay. Leonard Fournette, top-rated running back. We can all agree on that right now, right? Yes. Yes. After can. I looked at the stats, especially yes. playoff Lenny, dude. Who do we think he can go to? Oh, who needs a running back? Who needs a running back? Dude, but see the. I don't think he's gonna start anywhere. I think the Bucks should keep him. Houston. Houston needs everything. <laughs> Houston. No, no, yeah. but, <laughs> the site that Logan gave me, it says Houston needs every, every position. Yes. So Houston. No, but I, I... 
There's not a lot of teams that need I, running backs. I will be shocked. There isn't. That's what I I'm saying. Be He's going to be sitting on the bench unless he accepts a deal from a shitty-ass team. I will be shocked if Tampa Bay doesn't keep him. Yeah, I would agree with because you. I think Tampa they bring got, him back. Tampa right now, he's a free agent, and so is Ronald Jones. Yeah, I would so take. They, they I would have, take Leonard Fournette. Zero Ron. running backs. I would take Leonard Fournette. Which is Ron. a damn shame because Ronald Jones had a great season before Leonard got there. And don't get me wrong, I understand. But the the way I understood it was that like Ronald Jones like lost his confidence as soon as Leonard Fournette got there. Because which is a damn shame. Better but, running yeah, back. But it's a damn shame because Ronald <laughs> and went. God damn. I'm not beating that third leg. It's not fair when a running back has three. Yeah, dude. That's but. why Aaron Jones hates A.J. Dillon. It's understandable. Whether he says it or not. It's understandable. Okay. So out of those three running backs, Leonard Fournette's number one. I, I, I imagine he stays. As far as the other guys, I imagine a team that just needs a running back slash wide Thank receiver. you, Upper Decker. Thank you, Upper Decker. Okay. He says uh, Patterson was barely even used in the last five games. So jack those last five games up. Look at that, dude. And oh my he god. He was barely used because... The chat is going crazy. Okay. The chat is going crazy. <laughs> I don't know. It's going I, crazy. I haven't checked in like 10 minutes. And now there's fucking 13 new comments. Anyway. Okay. Okay, jumping over to wide receivers. Okay, what I don't like is how you put Cordell Patterson above Juju Smith-Schuster. Too much drama and he's toxic for the team. No, he's not too toxic. Yeah, he is, dude. You Are dance, you kidding you me? You dance on the logo and then you get embarrassed like a bitch. And he got injured and didn't play half the fucking season. And again, I'm putting him over Juju because he's the dual threat. I'd he rather have... I'd, oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, if that's your only disagreement on my list, I don't give a fuck. Nope, I, I I put Cordell Patterson uh, below Juju, Russell Gage, uh, Marquez Valenzuela, no, and maybe not Jameson Crowder because Jameson Crowder is I am, a piece of shit. I wanted to put Valdez Scantling at the bottom, but then the bottom was Crowder. I was not going <laughs> to put Crowder above Valdez Scantling. No, never. Um, no, Valdez Scantling's for my team, <laughs> and I hate him. Okay, like I love the guy MVS. Like, hey, yeah, you're there to catch one pass. Um, every other third game, but he drops too much, and I'm putting Cordell every six games. way above MVS. Here's the thing. Too. Here's the fucking thing about Cordell Patterson. He game. has jumped yeah. from team to team to team to team to team. He finally wow. had a good he, year. He, he, he had a good year. Let's get the fuck over it. He's not going to fucking find success next year. He's not. If a team signs him to start at running back or start at wide receiver, that team is going to fucking fail. Three, two, one. Perfect. I can talk now. All right, Cordell Patterson. Go ahead. He was paired up with Calvin Ridley, and he was put onto a team that had no running back. He didn't. But <laughs> his catches didn't come at a wide receiver. It came out of the backfield. No, no, no. So why are we even putting him in the wide receiver? One, he never lined up on the wide receiver. He's unless he was, and unless when he it did, was a wide receiver five formation where the running back's out there. And guess what? He caught the ball. <laughs> yeah, but he, and, and he would torch him. But he didn't. Run against anyway, corners most of the time. Hey, I'm not saying Cordell's the man, dude. You are. You are. You're putting, you're no. putting him. You're putting him above Juju. I'm putting him above Juju. He did nothing last season. He's been three seasons Juju's had since he hit a thousand yards receiving. I don't care. Juju I, has not been relevant. He's been for the like two or years. three years. Yeah, that's from crazy. from the article I read. From the article I read. Don't hold me to it. But it said it's been. Two or maybe two seasons. I'll, I'll check. But. Since his one thousand yards, I'd rather have season. Russell Gage over Cordell. You're you're putting Russell Gage down there just because Cordell Patterson had more receptions than Russell Gage on the same team 
That's fucking fair. However, Matt Ryan didn't have very many options, so he just dumped it off to Cordell every time he got. And that's fucking fine. But that doesn't make Cordell Patterson a good receiver. Proven that he's more reliable. Than no, Russell no, Gage. you're running out of the backfield. You're you're two yards down the field from fucking Matt Ryan. I'm picking Cordell over Russell Gage, for sure, and over Juju. See you later. And for you to sit, put Cordell Patterson under Valdez Scantling is is shocking, because Valdez drops the ball often. I just because I don't get him on I drugs. Give Cordell drugs. Patterson. Give me him in a fucking one, okay, two, or three spot, and let me see him fucking produce. So, so, what, so do you, what, what do you want? He's when a running, he's back. running back quarterback. You go, no, he's he, not even a fucking running back. He's a wide receiver. Now he's in the wide receiver category, and you're going, what the fuck? No, he's a running back. He's only playing on the backfield. That's not what, what we're do you want saying. From me? What do you? You're I, saying okay. he only gets his receptions from dumping it to the back. I think he should be in one. And I think he should be a running back. But I also think that his production as a running back is like it hinges on the fact that he only matches up against linebackers when he runs routes. I agree. So that's why I would say, hey, throw him at running back. That's fine. Because he's produced way more as a running back than he ever did as a wide receiver. He's only there to return kicks and come out of the backfield against linebackers. And yeah, sure, had, that's he great. He has six rushing touchdowns and he had five yeah, touchdowns on, on like, receiving. Yeah, on like giant pitches that come yeah. out, you know, which, things like that. Yeah, and that's which cool. is fair. Which is a dump to the backfield. Hey, I'm getting pressured. I'll and, that, out the and that's cool. But I'm saying like, throw him in as a running back. Don't throw him in as a wide receiver because he would never be considered a top wide receiver. So I, I would want him in one of these. I'd have him at running back and I'd still put James Conner above him because as a running back, I'd rather have James Conner. I'd rather have a guy that I can trust on third down. I can't trust Cordell Patterson. Okay, okay. No, if anything, okay. if anything, Cordell Patterson is a running, a third down running back. Because you can use him out of the backfield? Yeah, that's what you use a third that's down That's not running what you use a third down running back for. You use a third down running back to get you two yards on third and Sonny Michelle would come in on third and nine. We're not running fucking inside. No, I understand. But if, like when you nine. talk about third down okay. running backs, you're not talking about a guy that you're using so on third and nine. So let's get Cordell Patterson out of the wide receiver category, though. Yeah. Okay, so, okay, fine. We can just delete him then. All right? I'm going to delete him out of there. So I'll Gallup. everybody up. Gallup and then Schuster and then Russell and Gage. Then, and then Russell Gage. My that, thing that, is. That's fine. But I'm so still. OBJ. I'm still keeping Cordell. Over James Conner because you're saying he's only getting points because he's a mismatch for the for the linebacker. And I understand okay, cool. if that's what you're going to use. Yeah, he's a linebacker. Okay. okay, here's my next thing. <laughs> DJ Chark over Odell Beckham Jr. I like DJ Chark a lot. but DJ Odell Chark Beck- did shit last year. Odell Beckham Jr. proved that with yeah, a good quarterback, he's still a fucking stud. Yeah, because he had Urban Myers as head coach. That, that, that changes everything. Then. If you're, that, if you're a top whole, receiver, you should be getting open. offensive... Scheme. I think DJ Chark is an amazing wide receiver. I think Odell did great on the Rams. He did. With a I, good quarterback. Coming off the second torn ACL, though. I think he did great on there, but he had a major injury right at the end of the season. And he didn't really do amazing for you guys until the postseason. He showed up when it mattered. He showed up when it mattered, but Odell still, I, I get it, figuring out the system and everything like that. That's why I have him at three. But fuck, I think, fuck I it, think fuck DJ it. Chark is extremely talented. I think he's just on a shitty team. Give me Odell for another year, though. I mean, you're arguing about two LSU wide receivers. Hey, I would love Odell Beckham on my team, too. Give no, me, By no me. means do I give think me. he's shitty. And I think you guys will. It's hard because you guys have cap space and everything like that. He would have to accept a minimum deal. That's fine. Yeah. Oh, which, by the way, won't. going back to that, talking about the whole Colts, I think the Colts should be signing Marcus Mariota. Yeah, they should. Because that'll be a guy where it's, hey... Either he really performs for us, or he's a one-year plan until we can rebuild. That's fair. And I think he's better than any other quarterback option that's out there right now. 
for their team because that team is already absolutely fucking dynamite and literally the only thing they're missing, their defense is stacked, their offense well, has potential to be stacked. And honestly, let's talk about the Colts and being a team that should be running the ball more. Yes. Do you know what's more? Who on this list would be more dynamic in an RPO 100%. or in an option with Jonathan Mariota. Taylor and Marcus Mariota? That would be yep. so amazing to watch. Yep. I'm sure they would light up. How teams. many fucking options? How many read options? They I can't play? wait for Marcus Mariota to be on the Colts. Can't wait. Jesus, guys. Jesus. If he goes, to the let's Colts, let, let's forget about the fact that he failed in Tennessee. I don't care that he didn't have somebody to throw to. He had no. Okay, not even did he have nobody to throw to. He had no O line. He had no running back. He had nothing. And he Chris fed, Johnson. He was fed to the wolves, dude. Yeah, old Chris Johnson. That doesn't count. Yeah, it wasn't prime Chris Johnson. Okay? Oh, it wasn't CJ2. Oh, okay, yo, no. Let's okay, put okay. Marcus Mariota around okay. some actually amazing hey. wide receivers and a prime running back, and then so you know he's what? He'll have, do good. He's gonna have, He'll do good. Yes. Okay, Matthew Stafford. He will. Matthew Stafford didn't do shit in Detroit. Huh? Matthew Stafford didn't do shit in Detroit. Yeah, but guess what? He's, and then he, he kept his starting job and, and passed over 5,000 yards twice in Detroit. Hit Calvin Johnson. Yo, Calvin Johnson! <laughs> with, oh! With, oh! Megatron! I set you free! Hey, and then Megatron leaves, and then Stafford didn't do anything after that. People were writing him off as the problem in Detroit. We all knew he wasn't. People write him off as the problem in Detroit, get rid of him, and let's rebuild. Guess what? He goes to the Rams, first season fucking wins the Super Bowl. Yeah. Let's jump over to tight ends. Yeah, let's jump over to tight ends. Rob Gronkowski. Retiring. You, you can't put him number one. Yeah, you put him number one, but... Well, no, sorry, you can't not put him number one. He, he's not going to play. He's so. retiring. So, he won't there's not been play no official Brady. thing of that. There's a lot of teams that want him. There's of been rumors of, I might retire, I might not. So, as far as being age-free agents without him retiring, okay, he's got to be number one. He would be. Zach Ertz... Absolutely after, performed. After he got traded to Arizona... You know, obviously they were like, all right, we're going to go with Dallas Goddard in Philly. Get him to Arizona. He produced very well. Yes. At, I mean, especially on a team that already had D-Hop and A.J. Green <coughs> and Christian Kirk. You know, kind of a deal. He still put up really good numbers. I absolutely agree with that. Robert Tanyan, my thing, my thing with Robert Biased. Tanyan. Biased. It's fair. Let's remember that. And it's fair. Biased. It's fair. Absolute stud two seasons ago. But also because he has Aaron Rodgers throwing the football, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean, dude? He's still a great fucking tight end. He does, Aaron Rodgers has never utilized his tight ends to their full extent the, 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 like he did with with Robert Tanya. I don't understand why the bottom three tight ends are even on this list. Um, they yeah, all suck. I, well, so Evan Ingram <laughs> actually performed for the Giants. He did it a good enough. No, yeah, he, he did he, one he, year. He fumbles he every year. other time well, he touched the ball. Year, no, he yeah, did no, good. Last season he did pretty good. He, he pretty, fumbles he every pretty, other time he, he touched the ball. He was hurt half last year. What? He was hurt last, half last year. Then maybe I'm thinking of the season before. I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah. season four he did good. Okay, and that's what I'm thinking of then maybe. Um, but yeah, I know Mo Ali Cox for the for the Colts. Mo Ali Cox did, didn't shout did, out to him. He, he played basketball his entire college career, and now he's a tight end in the NFL. I mean, good for him. This yeah, but this last year, um, oh, Evan yeah, Ingram yeah. seventy three catches. I agree. Um, Tyler Conklin, I think he actually finished as like the fourth overall tight end on fantasy. So I'm on my fantasy. So team. Also, but I like what is it, Uzma. Uzama. Uzama. I like Uzama more. I, Uzama I like was nice. Style. He was also a nice, like, release valve for Joe Burrow. Hey, Jamar Chase is an open. Jamar Chase is an open. T. Higgins is an open. Tyler Boyd is covered. I know CJ Uzama will be open. Yes. And so that's why I'm surprised he's even still a free agent. 
I think he will probably get signed him. with the Bengals. They'll resign just because of how good he was for their team. Absolutely. Um, but it sucks he got injured towards the end of the season. But but I, I lock in my tight ends. I'm, I feel confident with how I'm okay with that. Take the top three. The top three. Sh- the, sorry, the bottom three. The bottom three shouldn't even be on the top 100 yeah. list. So get them off yeah, there. Just, I'm fine with the rest of your tight ends. Uh, Guards, I got no idea. No, let, let's go over this real quick. Guard centers, outside tackle. Let's just go linemen in general. Is there anything that any of you... No. Bradley Bozeman's not going to be in Baltimore next year. Baltimore needs a lot of help on the offensive line um, outside um, of that. Would, we don't have the money for it, but I would love to have Ryan Jensen go from the Rams to the Packers. I'd love to have Trent Brown on the Rams. Yeah, Trent Brown is a mauler. <laughs> and he's a pass pro guy, so he's not really going to be getting out there and run protection, which you guys need, so that's nice. Eric outside Fisher of Fisher not returning. Well... Joe Nobum will be gone for you guys. Yeah, Joe Nobum is gone. Um, um, you know what? Let's right also. On, you know, I was surprised with Von Miller. I was surprised with Von Miller. I've seen reports saying that they he's gonna the Rams be, would like to re-sign Von Miller they and, can't, and Odell, they but can't. they just can't because of salary cap. Obviously. And so Von Miller started going, "Oh, dude, it'd be sick to go back to the Broncos." He's gonna go back to the Broncos. Yeah. Which is like, <sighs> I don't blame him. No. That's where he played his entire career. He said, I "Hey, know. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna get another ring. ring. I'm gonna come back I'll and finish my career here." Which yeah. will be especially which after they get Russell Wilson. Him. I'm not mad at Von Miller. I'm not mad at him at all. Don't, don't take a minimum deal. You, you you help me win the Super Bowl. Especially after they get Russell Wilson. Yeah. Now he's not going back to another shitty team. He's going back to a team that he's like, hey, maybe we turn it around because their defense. And then I, I, I'm, sure, I'm sure he goes back there on a veteran minimum deal just to fucking finish off his career. And like, you also, you know what? I'm, I, he can still do work. Don't get me wrong. He can still do work. He did it in the Super Bowl. He did work in the Super Bowl. Um, so he's still a fucking bona fide stud, and he showed that. Um, yeah, but yeah, the Ram- Rams can't afford that. That was like that was like a a fucking a trade, and then we signed Odell, and it was just like Rams are. It was Super Bowl or bust for the Rams. Absolutely, and we got that. And the Rams are still a good team, even after all of this has happened. The Rams are still going to compete in the playoffs. I don't think they're going to go to the Super Bowl again, but they're going to get. To your, the playoffs. Okay, your guys' offenses, you guys' offense will stay stacked. I think you guys need to pick up another dynamite offensive linebacker. Lost your outside offensive linebacker. coordinator, right? We just need linebackers. You lost your offensive coordinator, right? He's now head coach in Minnesota. Yeah, probably, but right. but we, we we've been losing who, coordinators. We lost Brandon Staley, yeah. and our defense yeah, is still but amazing. But and who is your defensive coordinator? Because he's coming back. I forgot who it was. Uh, but he's coming back. Oh, he was. Yeah, I want to say it was the old head coach <clears throat> of the Bucks. I think it was like a former like linebacker. Uh, I don't know, but with you guys losing Von Miller, Von Miller was such a crucial piece. Yeah, he didn't perform statistically. He made plays you need. He that needed. No, 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 no. Especially in big time games. Well, yeah. it was that, but he also freed up Aaron Donald when they were able. When they were like, oh shit. Okay, shit. I forgot Von Miller's here. Not boom. No, I, I don't not, think that. Not, not, not really. Not, not really. even that. It was really. Aaron Donald getting so. double teamed. Von Miller taking another guy, and then you have two guys that are one on one. Oh, who is one of those guys going to oh. win? Who was the linebacker that made like number fifty? That made like a bunch of Leonard players Floyd. Or, uh, well, Leonard Floyd made some big plays. Yeah, too. fifty-four. Uh, no, I know who you're. There was about. a guy that made like oh. big plays in the Super Bowl. Yes, there were. There was another linebacker know, that was able to come off. It's blitzes. on the tip of my tongue. Uh, it's, it's it's that's fair. But that's the point. If you have two guys like that. That's, right. what that, that's what I'm so Anybody excited about. Anybody can get through. That's what I'm so if excited three, about. If three of their offensive linemen are on two people, are on two people and then they only have two blockers. Send it, up, send it five. <laughs> Someone's getting free and untouched. I was surprised the Arizona Cardinals let go of Chandler Jones. I'm not because he had five sacks in the first game and, and then did nothing. nothing the rest of the season. And then nothing. 
then, then he did so amazing the year before, and then he came out five sacks first season and or first game, and then it's like. Where were you the rest of the game? Okay, but it's the, the same thing with uh, Aaron Donald. I'm not comparing him to Aaron Donald. So no, because Aaron Donald's getting like triple team. Well, no, I know. Play. That's what I was, was going to say. I'm not comparing him to Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's a beast. But Chandler Jones was the same thing where he, he was getting double teamed and he was getting more coverage on him. So he then, wasn't then able why to didn't anyone, Why didn't anyone else on the Cardinals D-line have like a great year? Because they weren't amazing. They had J.J. Watt. Yeah, for like... Six games. JJ Watt's old. And he didn't do anything. He's old, right? But still, and like, when if we you're said at the beginning of the Watt. season, JJ Watt, yeah, that's cool. I'd want him on my team, but he's not a fucking star anymore. So yeah, so Chandler Jones finished with ten and a half sacks. So he had five and a half sacks over the last sixteen, 16 games, games of the season. Jesus. Not amazing. Not ideal for for a, a D end that started with five sacks <laughs> in the first game. He combined. He had uh, forty one tackles on the season. Well, he is an edge rusher. So he should have more sacks than tackles. Well, not, 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 not like, yes. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. He should have more of an impact getting sacks than he does in just yes. getting tackles. Tackles for loss, 12. So as a D-end, he had one and a half tackles for loss that weren't sacks. And that's not good. That's not good. No. Uh, I mean, he had 26 quarterback Don't hits. Don't get me wrong, cool. Jalen Jones. I think where you have him is very fair. Super fair at third. What the? F- he has Harold Landry there. T- <laughs> he has Harold Landry on there. Harold Landry already signed with the Titans. Guys, that's a bad one. Okay. Outside of that, Justin um, Houston is still playing no, for yeah, some Harold, reason. Harold Land- so I did this whole list like yesterday for the most part. Harold Landry sounded like today. Or yeah, yeah is when I signed it up. And, and again, like I said, I didn't really touch upon those guys. That's fair. Wosu didn't do shit for us. Um, Cal's got Cal's inside shits linebackers, pants, but I got pissed so bad. Or um, is it poop? <laughs> inside linebackers, I think I shit myself. <laughs> yeah. So I don't have to poop anymore. Okay, so Devondre Campbell, yeah, Devondre Campbell's really good. Leighton Vanderesh, very good. Go, go. Dude, Devondre. Just go. No, I know, but hold on. Yes, yeah, we're talking about a fucking Packer here. Yeah, Devondre Kaiser Campbell, White. Kaiser White also didn't do anything for us last year. Yeah, but Devondre Campbell, I. We just. We're not going to go for him. Is Kyle Van Noy an inside linebacker? I feel like he's an edge rusher. I thought he was like. I thought he he's was a D lineman, right? No, I thought he was inside. Wow. Really? Well, just I, I think it all depends t- on what, what not every big. single team plays. You know what I mean? I, I'm gonna I look think, up. I think there's a big I think there's a big difference with what every single defensive coordinator and his plays calls. Uh, so he's 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 listed as an outside linebacker. Oh, okay. Um, like he was he was a middle linebacker like once. Since then, he's been like an outside linebacker kind of okay. guy. I feel like he's a guy you line up on on the line. He doesn't drop into coverage very often. He's he's a great leader in the locker room. And he's going to rush the quarterback, and that's cool. Um, but he's not going to drop into coverage. Inside linebackers would be, you know, more like your Leighton Mandareshes that are right. going to make him plays in the run game. Right. Like Calvin Noy is going to make more games um, in the pa- in the pass rushing game. Uh, Josie Jewell, sure. I didn't even know he was a free agent um, for Denver. He hasn't done shit. Um, I would have Calvin Noy over Josie Jewell because Josie Jewell – Probably has a similar production as Kyle Van Noy, but Kyle Van, Mo- Van Noy means more in a locker room. Mm-hmm. So I would be fine with that. Foyesade Aluakon had a, like a, a good year, I'd say. Kaiser White didn't do shit for us. Um, Anthony Barr should be higher on this list. I really like Anthony Barr. Anthony Barr's a stud linebacker. Him However, I mean, you're going to be like the Lincoln way Kyle ended up. Yeah. I mean, where it's he fair. lines up, Devondre, it's, it's hard. Like, it's hard with those, that that top four mm-hmm. to really fucking move him around because anything can be said. You know, you can put Anthony Barr at two. You know what I mean? Yeah, Kyle didn't touch linebackers at all. Inside linebackers. Well, there you go. So, uh, DN's Randy Gay- Gregory, that's a Cincinnati guy, right? No, Randy Gregory played for Dallas. Oh. 
Well, then never mind. Yeah, Randy Gregory had a decent year. <laughs> opposite, never mind. Opposite Demarcus Lawrence. Okay. Um, okay. He got suspended a lot for I think weed, um, like a cool. year ago. Right on. Um, Davion. Right sure. On. No, well, that's what I mean. We were we talked about earlier. Davion's gonna give your team some production on the D line. He will. And, and he'll, and that's he'll, what he'll, it is. And when you look at this, I mean. To be fair, Javon Clowney playing opposite Miles Garrett had a really great year. Yeah. He did have a really great year. And it's because I think he was more of a, we have to focus on Miles Garrett, so we're going to let Jadavian be one-on-one, and he's going to win a lot of one-on-ones. And that's probably what happened in college is where he had one-on-ones. Yeah. And I would agree with you. Because college fucking is college. Yeah. Uh, Kyle has to play as Campbell way too far down on this way list. Way too far down, dude. I saw him down there, and I was like, whoa. Yeah, Calais Campbell, again, Kyle, kind of similar with Kyle Van Noy. Such a leader in the locker room. Right. I would rather have him than Randy Gregory. Not I'm saying not I'm saying that he's better than Randy Gregory, but I'm saying if I have to choose between the two, I'd rather have a guy like Calais Campbell on my team who's gonna lead the locker room. He's still gonna make plays, and I know he's gonna educate the young guys on this team to be better on the field and exactly. off the field. I do not like Dante Fowler Jr. at the bottom. At the bottom. Same. My thing is he was on the Rams a couple years ago. He's in where is he now? He I started think. in Jacksonville. Then he went to you guys. Then he went to us, and then I forget where he went after that. However, even on the Rams, like he didn't do great. However, he had he had a few key sacks. He did great. Um, I I I don't know who Arden Key. I I've Arden heard of Arden Key. Key. I've heard of Jerry Hughes. I've I'm just, I've heard of all. He's in people. Atlanta. Okay. Dante Fowler's in Atlanta right now. Again, didn't didn't do much. Arden Key right now. Uh, this last season, he was in San Francisco again. Didn't do anything, and that's kind of sad. I mean, I know there's a lot of guys on that D-line, but you would think if there's a lot of guys that are getting attention, you would have more of a breakout year. Right, and that's the whole thing. If you're on a team with a lot of guys, yeah, then played, you have played to stand seven, out somehow. 17 games. Well, okay, six and a half sacks. As at DN, though? Yeah, but I mean, when you have guys like Nick Bosa and you have uh, like uh, Eric Armstead, okay. guys like that, okay, I can understand. But 22 total tackles, you know? Five tackles for loss. I feel like okay. I feel like it's kind of like a I'm very con- average year for D. I'm confused by these stats. Six and a half sacks, five tackles for loss. That does not add up. It, they're separating them somehow. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as the DNs go, again, we would have Clayus Campbell higher. Okay. Um, I like Derek Barnett in Philly as well. Um, he had a great. He's, he, he's, he had a really he, great he, career. He's in a stud. He's a stud, no doubt. Okay. Uh, D tackles. Okay. Uh, Ndamukong to the bottom of this list. Very uh, interesting. Very interesting. I like Akeem Hicks up there at three. Um, yeah. I mean, he just... I think Akeem Hicks and be higher. Super biased for me, SJD, Sebastian Joseph Day, played on the Rams, mm-hmm. um, and he did do work for us. And I think those stats come from triple-teaming, double-teaming Aaron Donald and him and, getting and through. Also, the thing with nose tackles is those aren't guys that put up stats. No. The best nose tackles are guys that eat up blocks. Well, what they do is eat up blocks and push towards the quarterback yeah. and close in that pocket. Yeah, you collapse a pocket from inside. Yeah. You can push a center back. You can push a, cart, a guard back. You can get double-teamed by a center and a guard. Hey, you're freeing up someone. Your whole edge. team, the coach, every single coach on the team appreciates you just literally just pushing. You don't need to fucking do swim moves and shit like that. Just push towards the quarterback. Um, so I like that a lot because uh, he did do that a lot. Um, I like Hakeem Nix, like I said. Uh, Malik Collins, he's a stud. Uh, Sue. Um just being at the bottom is just a little weird. I know he's old and stuff like that, and he's out there just searching for rings at this point, mm-hmm. which is fair. He got his – well, he has one, so I'm sure he's – No. Oh, he, he has one with Tampa. Um, however, I, he, I don't think he's probably satisfied. 
I'm sure he is. I think he'll take his money where he can get it and move on from there. 24 left. He goes, we're not smashing those 24. I'm not even feeling it. <laughs> oh, that means when you stand up, holy fuck. Yeah, you haven't stood up yet. Hey, hey, guys, I went pee earlier. Hey, hey, quick, quick update. Dude, that shit. I had a shit. Yeah, yeah you were gone for a yeah. while. No, we knew that was shit. one of the first yeah. shits I've ever taken. Oh, really? We went through like three position groups. While yeah. You were um, no, we're, no let's smelled, move over. It's not, it's not like burnt hair. Hey, we're getting through this. Something's going on. Let's go over to safety because safety is very interesting. Uh, we have Tyron Matthew. You have Justin Reed too low. At, at top, which is, I guess, somewhat fair, but I would put Condre, Condre Drake digs at front. Um, I'm okay with Tyron being up top. Um, I, well, he's getting up there in age. So he I is, but I, I I like digs just because, like, um, the amazing I, I don't year like, he had. I don't like Marcus right now, Williams. Let's, let's put him up there. I don't like Marcus Williams because... Who did Condre Diggs play for? Uh, Seattle, I think. Don't quote me on that, but I think Seattle. See, I don't even... Uh, Marcus Williams, uh, I don't like him because he no, said he was no, fine wait, playing wait, for the Jets. Wait, 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 no, wait, wait. You're, you're thinking of Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon. Yeah, that, that's why when you were like, Quandre, I was like, I don't know who the fuck that guy is, <laughs> dude. Yeah, Seattle. Uh, I played for Seattle last year. Yeah, uh, a good year, though. Hey, 94 tackles. That's a really great year. It's a Damn. really great year for yeah, safety. safety. 94 tackles, um, uh, seven passes defen- uh, defense. Uh, that's not a lot. Five picks. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Pretty <laughs> that's safety. pretty fucking good. Um, he has five picks each of the last two years. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, and it's a really good year for him as a safety. Yeah. Um, Marcus Williams. I don't like Marcus Williams because he plays for the Jets, and he said he was happy playing for the Jets, which oh. already makes me question oh. your oh. mental. Yeah. Well, no, you're lying. Okay, no, 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 you're no, lying. No, he's lying. Be the thing, he's lying. Though, he loves to play the game. And when you're the Jets, you're playing a lot of defense. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he plays a lot. Uh, Justin Reed. So he's, that's why he probably system. loves being on the Jets. He's like, dude, I'm getting so much fucking minutes. He's like, I'm, I'm getting a lot of play time. Other than that, though, I don't uh, I don't really recognize a whole lot of these names. So Justin Reed should be higher on this list. Um, only two picks, six, 66 tackles. But I think playing on a Houston Texans defense, he was the only guy on that defense. Well, so he those, had, that should be higher so, then. Yeah, they should, they they should, should be higher. higher then, right? But also, they're running the ball a lot. I mean, imagine teams are running the ball, and they're also throwing it outside against those corners and just saying, like, hey, where's the one-on-one matchup? And we're not going to test Justin Reed. Justin Reed made plays when he was able to step up in the box and come up in, in, in against the run. I watched him play against the Chargers. He made so many plays against us. I feel like when – if Justin Reed had a better team around him, like a Quandre Diggs who has had a decent pass rush and had a Bobby Wagner at linebacker kind of a deal. Yeah, you can step up and make some more plays. He has Jamal Adams playing opposite of him. So, hey, you're not going to test Jamal Adams as much. You're probably going to test Quandre Diggs. He's going to make those plays. Uh, when you have a Marcus Williams, it's, I mean, it's, he probably should have similar production to Marcus Williams. I don't know what Marcus Williams had production-wise. Um, but I think Justin Reed should be higher on this list. In my opinion, I just think he made way more plays for the Texans. Um, outside of that, I don't really care about the rest of the list. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really care. Okay. Let's go over to cornerback, which is the final one. Uh, it's a big one. Uh, Carlton Davis, JC Jackson, Stephen Gilmore, uh, Darius Williams. Um, I, I swear to God, if the Rams are going to use their franchise tag on one person, it would be Darius Williams. Please, for the love of God. Franchise tag's already up. So we used it on somebody. Um, no. You didn't use it on anybody. Yeah, you didn't use it on anybody. I know. Uh, I know. There was nine, I think, franchise tags, and three of them were tight ends because they're cheap. 
Which is dumb because they should be getting paid similar to wide receivers. Here's my thing. Here's my thing with the Rams. Uh, we have we have Jalen Ramsey, and last year the, our saving grace was Darius Williams. Was because so many teams, so many great teams in the playoffs, they have two wide receivers, right? <laughs> I mean, you don't, you don't go far with just one. Kyle knows that. You have two. Yeah, you have to have two good corners. So you have one amazing cornerback. You guys have two now. Yeah, I think we have two good ones. Yeah, you have two now. Well, one of them's a rookie. Though. Alexander was injured for most of the part. Yeah, so you've had one for like the Alexander last two. Alexander and Savage. No, no, they were deadly. Okay, yeah. I'm talking about wide receivers. Right Savage now. is more. Every safety. great team has two no, great stuff. wide receivers. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm thinking cornerbacks. You have the, you no, have, have the quarterbacks. One. Yeah, we have one. You have one. One wide receiver. Every great team that wins the Super Bowl has two wide receivers. Rams lost Robert Woods. The Guess Eagles, what we'll be granted? The Eagles Red. had no wide receivers. Huh? Could you, could you imagine? The Eagles had no idea. Cool. Everyone's all there's an anomaly. Let me get on with my fucking thing, Logan. So we had Darius Williams to combat that. Yeah, that's fair. You did. You had a guy that shut down the number two wide receiver. Yes. See, hey, here, here's a hot top. Here's a hot top. The take. Patriots, to be fair, Patriots, when they won, when the Eagles won that Super Bowl, didn't have corners. So the Eagles were able to take advantage of it. No, no, no. Listen, I'm making your point for oh, you, Tim. Hey. I'm making this point for him, and he's storming okay, out of here. My hot take has to be when he comes back. Okay, so my, my point that I was making is that that year the Eagles won, the Eagles didn't have to take advantage of corners, like a second bad corner, because the Patriots didn't have any good corners. True. Well, they probably had Gilly, but like that's it. They ran the ball. That was the, that was the thing. Yeah, but he's talking about wide receivers. I know, but he was saying you have to have a second good corner to combat that wide receiver. That's his point he's making. Well, no, no. He's saying every good team has two good wide receivers. Yeah, so you need another corner that, but, that's why he's saying yeah, you need a Darius but on, Williams. But on a team that only has one wide receiver, you don't need two corners. Exactly. That's the point, is that when you when the Patriots lost that Super Bowl to the Eagles, they didn't have that number two corner. Well, they only lost because Tom Brady's a fucking high school nerd and couldn't catch a ball. Okay, that's fair. If that's the only reason that, they lost? Dude, if he would have converted that first down, maybe if, they would have won. Maybe you stop a Philly Philly on fourth down? Well, I mean, that, well, to be fair, te- teams have run a Philly Philly like every game since then, and it's never been stopped. So I'm surprised as to how it hasn't. Okay, when you say Philly Philly, yeah, is that when they throw the Nick quarterback? Foles. Yeah, when when Nick Foles like lines up next to a tight end and then just leaks out of the backfield. Yeah, dude, Nick Foles, teams huh? still haven't stopped that, and I don't understand how. Teams are like, oh, quarterback leaves the backfield, he's not doing anything dude, in this play. Do you know how upset I am that I didn't bet? Not that non- fucking prop thing, dude. Yeah. Non-roster quarterbacks and throw okay. a touchdown. Yeah, and I agree with you. Okay, I will also. You're waiting for your hot take for Tim to come back. So um, I thought Stephon Gilmore would have been a little bit would have been above J.C. Jackson at least. No, I think J.C. Jackson should be the top corner on this list. J.C. Jackson had eight picks last year, and 23 passes defensed. Okay, well, and he forced good. a fumble. That's pretty good then. With 58 tackles. He produced more than last year. JC Jackson is, is a JC Jackson is a really good fucking corner. I shit on him before the season started. So who, he proved to me this year he can be a top corner. Tim, JC Jackson should be the number one corner on this list or no? Let me see here. Uh yeah, probably. Yeah. He looked at three names. <laughs> I looked at two. <laughs> he looked at the guy ahead of him and said, Okay, he hey, should be above hey. him. okay, so part of this whole fucking topic that we've gone thirty minutes over with. Um, I set a timer and turned it off. Chargers have the fifth um, highest salary cap 
Give you, me. We're gonna get guys, Jesse Jackson. We're gonna get a linebacker. You guys, need, we're, we're gonna make so you many. You guys moves. need linebackers and corners. Dude. We're gonna we're gonna get and a tight end. A tight end would be good. Which, so speaking okay. of which, we skipped it. Tight end. I would love to see you guys get Ozama. No, that won't happen. No, they'll probably, I would love they'll, it. They'll probably but it won't happen. happen. How come? Because the, the Bengals won't let that happen. The Bengals won't let oh, him. Oh, you're saying if he gets... Okay, but I'm saying if he doesn't get resigned by the Bengals... I don't know if we even go after him. I would love him. to see you guys take him, though. I think because that'd be you great. you guys that extra weapon. But, talking about linebackers, cornerbacks... Dude, if you guys got one of the top four cornerbacks, it'd be such a fat fucking improvement. I think, I think we should go hard after J.C. Jackson. I'd be fine spending a lot of money for him. Because our corners got toasted yeah, every game. Got, like, as much as much mil? as people are saying, like, oh, you guys gave up so much against the rush, which we did. Teams ran all over us. I also got very pissed off watching one receiver go off against us every game. Yeah. And I'm, if we have a top corner that can shut that down, then we can focus more on the run. And yeah. then we can shut that down. It's you because guys, we were you guys have forty two point three mil. Um, salary cap. So that's my that's you my, guys that's, could get somebody fucking electric. And that's my point is I'm saying if we can get a number one corner that can shut down a top receiver, then we don't have to worry about like a Cortland Sutton running routes against us, right, routing us up. And and you can let like a guy like Asante Samuel Jr. cover a Jerry Judy. Maybe he gets burnt once or twice, but he's not getting burnt all game, right? You can let a J.C. Jackson try his hand against guarding a Tyreek Hill. He's, again, probably going to get burned a little bit more, but you're not going to get toasted throughout the whole game. That yeah. was the problem. I think our defense was stretched thin, and so it's like, yeah, we gave up so many rushing yards per game because we were trying to focus on not getting beat by the deep ball all the time. Who was the Charger tight end that took a scary hit to the head last year? Uh, Darnell Parham. That was a... Yeah. Okay. Was our, asked. Yeah, that was our number two tight end behind Jared Cook. So it's Jared Cook and then Darnell Parham. Darnell Parham, that was sad too because he just dropped a ball and then just slid his head across the ground and <laughs> gave himself like third degree CTE. But. <laughs> hey, but I would love to see Jared Cook become your guys' tight end too because I think you give guys me a better use tight end. him so much. Yeah, and that's my thing is give me, give me a better tight end. one better, yeah. That's fine. And, okay, let, and let him, give me a young one too and let Jared Cook educate him. Nailed her. Perfect. Nailed, Nailed her. her. <laughs> um, hey, but hot take – Jalen Ramsey's overrated. So, okay. That's my hot take. He gets burnt repeatedly by multiple wide receivers. Nothing on you. You guys won a Super Bowl. No. So you can't take it the hard way. No, Tim. no. I don't but think the hard way. Uh, he gets so who do you get burnt by? Repeatedly. It, it's got to be. It's okay, got to well, be. He's, he's never been able to cover Devontae Adams. Okay. He got he's never been able motion to... across the line of scrimmage. It's I'm not talking about just that one. He's repeatedly been beat by Devontae Adams. And then in the Super Bowl, he got burnt by... Uh, Jamar Chase. Yeah, once. Who's got wheels. Yep. So no no offense against yep. him. Yep. Speed, but I'm saying, speed, hey, Jalen Ramsey. That's two. That's two. No, no, no. Give me a third. Jalen Ramsey. Give me a third. Jalen Ramsey. Give me a third. I would want him on my team. But he's overhyped. He's a great corner. But he is not the great the greatest cornerback in the league right now. He gets burnt. He can get beat on routes. He's losing his touch. And you guys won a Super Bowl. So you can't... So I can't even talk shit. Then why are you? Because he's not as good as everyone talks about. You're talking about how Darius Williams was your guys' saving grace. I agree with that. I'm not saying he's better than Jalen Ramsey. But Jalen Ramsey, they're always going to put the best wide receiver. Who would you have rather than Jalen Ramsey? No comment. 
K. No comment. But K. Okay. No. No. We're done. We're done. We're done. Then we're done. Then we're done. If you have no comment, then we're done. He's overhyped. That's all I'm saying. Then who's the number one? Because he's he no he's supposed to be the number one. And if you have no fucking comment, then who's the number one? If you don't have someone that's better than him, he's there. That's fine. Guess what, dude? Go to a Super Bowl. Have your defense take you to a Super Bowl. Yeah, but your defense didn't take you to Super Bowl. Yeah, they did. No. Matthew Stafford did not play great in the playoffs. In the playoffs? No, he didn't. 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 Our defense took us there. And guess what? Aaron Donald in the playoffs? Look at those fucking first three games. He didn't take us to the playoffs. But guess what? Those opposing quarterbacks did not beat us. I agree. And I don't care. Who, what happens? A lot of fucking shit doesn't happen on the fucking side of the fucking field that doesn't get passed on. Guess how many times you see fucking Jalen Ramsey getting passed to by the opposing quarterback? Not very often. It's only when he's getting burnt, which is fair. It happens. He's a cornerback. That happens. Yeah. But nine times out of ten when you watch the Rams on defense, when that ball gets thrown out of that opposing quarterback's fucking arm... It's going to someone like Darius Williams or one of our safeties or one of our fucking third string cornerbacks. So don't give me shit about Jalen Ramsey getting burnt when that's what you see on TV. Yeah, when it happens every once in a little while because it fucking happens. How fucking dare you? How fucking dare you? Hot How take. fucking dare you? That was a fucking hot take. You're f- you fuck. Overrated. Overrated. You fuck. He is great, but he gets burnt. If he does. He does. It, and every does. Every, every great if does. Every if, it's, does. if it's somebody with speed, he can't keep up with speed. Playing corner is the toughest position in football. 100% it is. Mentally. Be- who's being, better? Mentally quarterback. Who's okay. better? Who's Ment- better? Ment- mentally quarterback. Who's better? Is like who's be- better? Being a corner, you get. Dyer? Yeah. I think, yeah? I think so. Yeah, you think so? I think so. Cool, man. He let up zero touchdowns two seasons ago. Two. Oh, shit. He was injured most of last season. <laughs> shit, shit, two seasons ago. Oh shit. He was injured most. He was injured oh, shit. most my bad. Of last season. My bad. My bad. He was injured last season. Oh, my bad, dude. He was injured last my season. My bad, dude. Yeah, no, dude. Season. You're totally right, dude. Jair's Jair's number one. My bad. I would think so. My bad. I would think so. To play as a cornerback and never let up one single touchdown all season. Okay, we're done. We've gone way too far. We've gone too, way too long. Way too long. Logan, hit us with your topic. Okay, so I told you guys my topic was about the NFL Combine. So, uh, we went, we, obviously we're going to talk about the NFL Combine. We touched on it last week about it happening. Um, I told you my, my talk was the NFL Combine. It's in reality why the NFL Combine is pointless. Um, and why I think the NFL Combine, um, is realistically just an excuse for scouts to try to figure out top prospects. And there's no point in us having a Combine. Honestly, though. Time out? I thought that was the point of the combine. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wait, that's, I thought that was the exact yeah, point well, of it. That's what I'm saying. It's like, why are we having them run drills then? Why are we having them test? To see who is the top prospect. No, when I say trying to figure out, I mean mentally. They're trying to get inside these guys' heads, and that's all the point of the combine is. It's not about figuring out who realistically tests the best. It doesn't matter. So the three points I have are that the days are way too long, and most of the measurements for all the players are not important. Especially considering you do the same tests for every position. How does that make any sense? Why do I care how an O-line tests in the same category as a wide receiver? I don't care. What, 
What do you mean? That's, that's like, why does it matter how many bench presses a wide receiver does? Okay, you're talking about bench. It matters how many times a, a, a line. Well, strength. For a wide receiver. Yeah, dude, be able to break tackle or shed off a fucking no. tackle. No. With, with arm strength, no. Like a stiff arm, sure, but a stiff arm is not the same as benching 25 times. When you're in the trenches and you're act- actively throwing hands every fucking play, yes, that matters. When you're a wide receiver and you have to throw a stiff arm every 35th play, yeah. it doesn't make a difference. Okay, okay, that's fair. Uh, second point is that the on-field drills do not tell me anything. The on-field drills, I'm not, not talking about running 40s and everything. Especially, so, so I was watching the combine and tight ends were running routes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tight ends were running routes. And, you know, some of the top tight ends were like, you know, missing a catch. And it was like, well, that could be because of the fucking QB that you have thrown to him. And, and that's the thing. Tight ends don't work out the same day as wide receiver, or quarterbacks. Right. So, so they're not having so the actual just, quarterback prospects throwing right. the balls. 100%. And my third point is that plenty of top players don't participate in all of the drills. And some of them skip the whole combine together. As far as, like, actually performing. Okay, so, okay, let's talk about the measurements and the tests and what I care about, and you guys tell me if you disagree, okay? Okay. I'm going real fast, recap your, your three points. Uh, days, what are, do you... days are too long, and the measurements don't matter for, for every position. Okay. Second point, on-field drills don't tell me anything. On-field, okay. Okay. Third drill is that a lot of top players don't do everything, so why are we even doing this? Yeah. So first point, days are way too long. You know what time these guys wake up to start getting measured? Like 5 a.m. You know what time they actually go out and start running drills? Like 1 p.m. Why are they getting up at 5 a.m. to get their hand measured? Why are they getting up at 5 a.m. to get interviewed by all these teams to then go work out? Right? And then when they're there, it starts like 4 p.m. for the on-field like workouts and drills. Starts like 4 p.m. Doesn't end until 11 at night. These guys are running drills, and you're not running drills by yourself for seven hours, but it's like split up into groups. You don't need seven hours. If you're inviting the top 30 defensive ends, do you need seven hours to work them out? No, you don't need seven hours to work them out. If you're bringing in quarterbacks and wide receivers and having them work out on the same day, you don't need seven hours to test those guys on the field. And then every every position group runs the same tests. And you can opt out of those. What's the funny? What's up, my gal? <laughs> Someone's upper decker said this guy's fired up. And he said, you're damn right I am. Y-O-U-R. So I put an asterisk and I said, you're. Ah. With an apostrophe R-E. You got, you got grammatically. He didn't worse. like that. Okay. And then upper decker said, I want to see you get mad again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, yeah. Okay. That was off top. Okay, so the tests that I think matter by position. So I think quarterbacks should only run 40s and run three cone drills. That's it. Yeah. I don't think they should bench. I also, none of the drills that I have on here is a broad jump. See, but DK Metcalf would for a quarterback. With you. For a quarterback? He's a wide receiver. It's a quarterback. <whistles> quarterbacks okay. should... 40? And a three cone drill. Okay. And that's to tell me if you're agile as a quarterback and how fast you can run in the open field. That's all I care about. Because guys like... And the only reason I have 40 on here... You know which quarterbacks can run and which can't for the most part, right? No yeah. one's expecting Kenny Pickett to get out of the pocket and scramble. Yeah. But a guy like a Josh Allen, who didn't run too much in college, 
ran pretty well at the combine, and now you can see what he can what he does in the open space in the NFL. That, that kind of a guy that can put a good number on tape. Hey, absolutely, I'm fine with you running a forty three cone drill for the same reason. If you can show me how quick you are at avoiding a sack, kind of a deal, making quick movements, being agile. I'm okay with that. I don't care how much you can bench press. I don't care how high you can jump. I don't care how far you can jump. I don't, no one ran a 60 yard shuttle. That's apparently a thing at the combine. No one ran a 60 yard shuttle. People ran 20 yard shuttles. That's cool. Um, no running backs. Next position is running back. They should run forties. Obviously they should run forties. Almost everyone should run a 40. If you're not running a 40, I think you're doing yourself a disservice. Um, they should run three cone drills. Not a single running back ran a three cone drill this year. All the running backs collectively just decided to skip cone drills. See, that, that is a big indicator on cut value. Yeah, on how fast you can make cuts, on how agile you yeah. are. And they all said, nah, I'll pass. What? Yeah, every single running back. No one ran a three cone drill. Quarterbacks did. Wide receivers did. D linemen did. <laughs> running backs didn't run three cone drills this year. Because they all just decided not to. I mean, running backs and wide receivers, that's the most... And corners. One of the most important, and corners. Yeah, that's one of the most important yes. fucking aspects of their game is how well they can cut. Exactly. Decided wow. not to. Um, so I only care about... But again, I guess I would care about bench presses for, like, if you're in pass pro. But again, if you're in pass pro as a running back, you should be able to show that on your tape. Uh, tight ends, 40 bench press, vertical, three-cone drill. Again, similar reasons. I want to know if you can run in open space. I want to know how agile you are. If you're a wide receiver, corner, wide, uh, tight end, you should be doing the vertical. I want to see how high you can get on a jump ball kind of a deal, um, how explosive you are at getting off the ground, um, and bench press because you're going to be in the trenches most of the time. Offensive linemen and defensive linemen, run the 40 only for the 10-yard split. I don't care how fast you can run 40 yards if you're an offensive lineman. I care how fast you can get 10 yards down the field. There's no point in me seeing how f- fucking fast you can get 40 yards down the field. Your running back got tackled 30 yards again. <laughs> I don't care right. if you're 30, far, 30 yeah. more yards down the field. D lineman, I don't expect my nose tackle to chase a guy 40 yards down the field. But if it's within 10 yards, hey, maybe you can go get the guy. I don't know. Maybe you can force him to take a different angle. Uh, linebackers, run a 40 because you're a guy I should expect to be able to chase a, chase a running back. Run a bench press because you're going to be in the trenches. Vertical, sure. Three-cone drill, absolutely. DBs, 40s, verticals, three-cone drill, that's it. Why do we have a broad jump? Who's jumping far? Wide receivers. No, but like, but like they take yeah, a broad there's jump no and point. it's like and, the and feet the point, first. Of, the, point of the, test, <laughs> the point of the test is like how explosive are you? And I'm like, what's the difference between explosiveness on a broad jump and a vertical? Right. There's no difference. And it no, tells no, me no how... broad jumping to make a catch. No, exactly. <laughs> like, and like, if you're running, you're running and you're jumping, it's with a running start. Like you're, you're not you're not just jumping from a fucking standstill and showing how explosive your legs are. And if you are, it's on a vertical. There's no point in having a fucking broad jump, especially not with like a fucking quarterback. Why do I care how explosive my quarterback's legs are? Can you throw a football? That's what I care about. Yeah. Okay. So on field, the the measurements I don't fucking care about. I really also don't care about hand size for quarterbacks. Yeah. For the most part, it's like, oh, you have a tiny hand, and it it's like, nothing. sure, can you pick it? Eight and a half inch hands. Everyone roasted him about it. He had less fumbles than a guy like Desmond Ritter. And also in the combine, he was still throwing at fucking six yards with, with the with the rest of them. He still has control over the football. He can throw it where it needs to be. That's all that matters. Okay, on field drills. On field drills don't mean shit to me. Wait, what? Those were off. Field so drills? no, no, those are tests. Those are like the the physical, like measured tests. 
Okay. On-field drills. To see what kind of athletic specimen they are. Yes. And 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 that's the point. All in on-field, or all these tests show me is like, man, this guy's an athlete. Well, he's about to be in the NFL. I would hope he's an athlete. Uh, on so the on-field drills are like quarterbacks and wide receivers working together. It's like tight ends running routes, running backs running. You know where they go over the pads. Okay. And then it's like go this way and you oh, can cut okay. the other way. Okay. Okay. I got you. That means nothing to me because it's the same well, regular. Well, that's the thing. I agree with you because it's like okay, you're running over pads. It's also you're not a tackling. fundamental drill. That you will do in practice. In mini camps. In mini camps. You'll in do practice. it in OTAs. You'll do it for the rest of your career. Why do I care how, how good you run over bags and make a juke? Which, speaking of mini camps, I'm still upset that it hasn't been in the Madden game since. Oh my god. You dribbled everywhere. I see it on camera with the lag. Um, mini camps used to be in Madden and they took it out in like 09. Yeah. And it's absolutely tragic because I love playing the mini camps. And, and that's fair. But so these guys run it. My favorite thing to watch is watching an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman lay on their back in the middle of a field and then roll over and get up and side, side shuffle to one side, side shuffle to the other side, <laughs> and then that's it. That's the whole drill. <laughs> what did that show you? How fast you can get up off the ground? Man, if your offensive recovered. lineman's on the ground, you're in a world of hurt. <laughs> yeah. I don't care how fast you can get At up. At no point when he gets back up is he going to be useful. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's done. The, and the same, thing, same done. thing with a defensive lineman. Why do I care how fast he can get up and side shuffle? It's like, oh man, he got pancaked. He's not going to do anything after that. The play's over by the time he's getting back up. Um, and then, like I said, it's fundamental drills. And my biggest issue is with these quarterbacks and wide receiver drills. Right? That's what everyone really watches the combine for. You watch the combine to see how fast the guy runs a 40 and how the quarterbacks throw. And what you're really watching is how fast a quarterback... Th- well, first of all, what you're really watching is how fast the guy runs with no pads on. So that doesn't mean anything. Yep. And then you're also watching how fast or how well a quarterback throws to a receiver he's never thrown to in his life. And also, that receiver is wide open. Yeah, there's no coverage. <laughs> there's no coverage. And no they're, running, they're running the same route like two times for that quarterback to throw to. Like Timmy said, no coverage. And they also have no chemistry with that receiver. And no pressure. The biggest throw that everyone made a deal about during the combine was Malik Willis overthrowing a receiver on a 60-yard ball. But Okay, cool. He, he didn't complete the pass, first of all. And second of all, he threw the ball 60 yards. That's not that impressive for an NFL quarterback. I could throw a ball maybe 40 yards on a good day. 40? I think, think? I, I, think yes. I can hit 50. Oh, dude. Dude, I think I can hit 30. Dude, my arm's weak. No, so, I remember when we played one day and you were like, Kyle's got a cannon. <laughs> oh, no, no, you can toss it. But I don't think Timmy said 30 50. for himself. Dude, it, no, if I was eight inches taller, dude, <laughs> NFL quarterback, <laughs> we, we'd be talking about me right now. That's fair. We'd be talking Probably about not him. now, because you, you... Oh, be... no, I'm 27, <laughs> so it'd be, like, you know... Six I mean, years ago, maybe, but... Who, who was that draft class? Uh, six years ago? You, what was that, 2015? You know exactly who it is. I do not. <laughs> nah, 2016. Let's say I played four years of college. It'd be 2016 is when I'm coming out of college. Who was that? Come on. You're the fucking college guru. Not from five years ago. But not the point. When did Mariota get drafted? I don't know. 2013? Uh, probably not. Um, whenever he's washed up. Okay. Um, <laughs> Fuck you. But anyways, anyways, you're watching these quarterbacks throw the ball to the guys they don't have any chemistry with. Malik Willis overthrows a guy, and it's a 60-yard pass. The thing that really matters to me is pro days. I like watching pro days 
We're, yeah. Jared Goff, Carson Wentz. <laughs> Let's go, dude. We were talking about me back then. Yeah, so I, I'm talking about like on pro days, it makes way more sense because you're actually running drills as a quarterback, as any position. You're running drills that make sense. Right. Yeah. You're running drills where it's like I, I watched Justin Herbert put his get on his knees on the goal line and chuck a ball as far as he absolutely could. That shows you arm strength. You stepping up in a pocket, in an empty pocket, to a wide open receiver and overthrowing shows him. Shows me nothing. By five yards when he's 55 yards down the field, it's like, cool, you threw a ball about as far as an average quarterback could throw it, and right. you missed your target. Like Matthew Stafford, who's like 30-something years old, who just won a quarter, uh, a Super Bowl, can pass it 60 yards. I watched Michael Vick, who's arguably an amazing dual-threat quarterback, not an amazing standard quarterback, right? Watch him throw a ball 75 yards down the field on target to a Deshaun Jackson because they had chemistry, right? Yeah. Under pressure, dropped it in a bucket. That's awesome to see. Watching Malik I'm so Willis, depressed he did dogfighting. Yeah, it, it sucks. You want to like Vic, but then he did that, so yeah, you can't. Yeah, it's rough. But that, so that's what I'm saying. On these pro days, you get to actually sh- do drills that show what sets you apart from these other guys. When you're at a combine, you're doing the same drills that everyone else is doing that doesn't show you anything. It shows how fast you can side shuffle. It shows how fast you can, or how well you can run a basic route, you know, which is maybe not even a route you're used to running. You know, if you're a receiver that runs and it's like my best skill is that I can get open down the field or my best skill is that I can go get you a jump ball. Me running a fucking five yard out route doesn't show you shit. Cause that's not what I'm going to be doing on your team. Yeah. I'm going to be getting, I'm six foot five. I'm going to be getting down the field. You're going to chuck me the ball up in the air. I'm going to be running fades at the goal line. Why aren't we running fade routes? Right? Why aren't we doing shit like that? Things along those lines. I just think it makes more sense on pro days. Yeah, a lot of fun. <laughs> I think it makes more sense on pro days than it does at the combine. Well, no, is yours empty? No, about the same. <laughs> um, oh, they are about the same. <laughs> I took that. Cool. All right, so anyways, uh, Combine, as far as the on-the-field drills, it doesn't mean anything to me. I I really liked watching running backs. I I like watching running backs come out of the backfield and run run a a, 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 tree of routes out of the backfield. They don't do that at the Combine, right? The the biggest pass-catching drill that you see at the Combine is, is the gauntlet. When do I need to see a receiver catch a ball here and then turn and a second later catch a ball on the other side? That doesn't mean anything to me. I mean, it's literally nothing. And then at the very end, catches the ball and turns up the field. All right, cool. You ran like an out route, which you already ran in the drills. I, that, that doesn't mean anything to me. So, yeah. so these on-the-field drills don't mean anything to me again. I think there's more on the pro days. And the last point I want to make is that a lot of top players don't participate in all these drills. N'Kobe Dean is... Best linebacker in the Best in linebacker. Draft. He's number two on a lot of draft boards. I think he's the best linebacker because he played in the SEC and he dominated in the SEC on a dominant Georgia defense who's going to have like five first-round draft picks, which is stupid. Um, he didn't do anything at the combine. He didn't run a 40. He didn't bench press. He didn't run any drills. He just was there. No one gave him any shit for it. It was like, yeah, he showed up. That's cool. He'll probably wait for his pro day. Yeah. No running back ran any cone drills. Guys can just pick and choose what, you know, events they do. And I'm going to be completely honest. This is 100% coming from a bias standpoint. But Kayvon Thibodeau got so much shit for deciding to not do drills after he ran his 40. First of all, put up the most reps on the bench press by any D end. And then he ran a 4 6 5 40. 
with like a, a one six two <laughs> with like a one six two ten yard split, which is up there for elite DNs, right? Yeah. That's what you want to run as an elite DN. Does all that great stuff and then decides when in my opinion he was questioned more by all the media members and by all the scouts. He had a much longer day, I feel like, than most players. And I feel like he came out and he got to the drill portion and he said, I maybe not be here 100% mentally. I might not be here 100% physically. I'm not going to put these, I'm not going to do these drills and put maybe something not great on tape. So I'm just going to skip it. And the reason he gave was, hey, I don't want to wait and do these D-line drills and then wait and do these linebacker drills. I'm just going to wait to do everything at my pro day. And people torched him for it. And they said, this guy doesn't love football. The other guys that were DNs, they ran the same drills. So why couldn't he? That's an awful excuse. And he's getting torched for it. And it doesn't make any sense to me. He was getting torched because he asked, the guys asked him like, oh, like how committed to you are you to football and things along those lines. And they talked about his personality and he was like, hey, you know what? I'm building my brand. And I have plans for after I retire. And I have things that are going to be going on off the field. Especially when NIL came out his senior year or his junior year. And he was able to take advantage of that. And he did release like NFTs. And he released like artwork with, with Tinker Hatfield, who's an amazing artist that works directly with the Oregon football program or with Oregon in general and Nike. And he worked with that guy to make art that sold that he got to make money for. So he's, he's not just concerned about on the field. And people are like, well, because you're not concerned directly on the field, you don't love football as much as a guy like Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. And if you're going to tell me that Kayvon Thibodeau doesn't, <laughs> oh, okay. doesn't love football as much as Aiden Hutchinson, I'll tell you, tell you you're stupid. And that just because a guy is thinking about what he's going to do after football, which, what is a good age to retire in the NFL? That's what 35? Everybody 30, should be doing honestly, honestly, though, when we compare it by position, it's probably like 32 for a great career. Right. Aaron Donald has had one of the most amazing careers he, 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 for a nose he's tackle. He's a Hall of Famer right now. 30. And he could retire right now. And like, don't get me wrong, I would be heartbroken. However, but I, would, understand. I would understand. Like, the amount of like hits you take, yeah. you get triple teamed. Imagine how many fucking helmet to helmets he takes. Like, just fucking getting <laughs> On every play. And then, and then I also heard something like, he's asking for my, more money. I don't blame him whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't oh, you? Fuck no, dude. He should be asking. Why wouldn't for you? More. He was the highest paid defensive lineman before Khalil Mack. I know Khalil Mack's not like really considered. He's he, he's an edge rusher on you know a linebacker, but it wasn't you know he got paid. Aaron Donald got paid, and then it was Khalil Mack that got paid after him, and then Khalil Mack, Khalil Mack got paid more. Yeah, which is fine. Now he's looking for now Aaron Donald's like, I need more money. Yeah. And I can't blame him. No, I don't blame him either. And also, I, I, you know, it came out like he may be thinking about retirement. Also, wouldn't blame him. Mm-hmm. Went out with a fucking ring. You're in a three-time yeah. defensive player of the year. Then All you want a ring. Then you want a ring after the three-time defensive player. You didn't, you know, you, you know. like You weren't, like, gifted that ring. You earned that ring. <laughs> like, it was just, so like, the, the image Aaron Donald of is... him being the one to throw Burrow down to the ground for that final play and then walk up and go, where's my ring? Where's my ring? Knowing that he was the one that solidified the game. It was beautiful to watch, dude. I'm, I don't know if you listened to the episode or not, but 
We were talking about it. Short recap on the Super Bowl. Um, my dad, he's like, hey, I, I had a good feeling about the Bengals. Right? Let's throw money down the Bengals. I was like, all right, let's go. Right? It was so easy for me to watch the Rams win. Even though I could have won 600 bucks. It was, hey, one of my best buds. His team just won. Right? I would want the same thing from you guys if it was the Packers in the Super Bowl, right? It would be, you'd get it. You'd exactly. Get it. You'd get you know, it. it'd be, hey, dude, like, I know my boys are fucking rooting for the Packers. It was, yeah, cool. I want the Bengals to win because I get 600 bucks, but I want the Rams to win. Right? It was repeated. My dad going, you motherfucker, you got money on the Rams, don't you? I'm like, no, dad, I don't. I swear to God. But it's the Rams. You know, that's that's my buddy's team. That's our team. That's... That, that's that's what we're here for. I want the same thing from our for my friends, room for my team. But the image of him walking down the field going, where the fuck's my ring, dude? Ah, chills. Absolutely. Chills, dude, because Aaron Donald is an animal. Is an absolute He's animal. Eight. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing about that's what, what's crazy is is that Hall of Famers are born in a career. You know what I mean? They're born in a career. And, like, he's already a guy that's had a career. He's three-time defensive player of the year. Now he has a Super Bowl. He's going to go down as one of the greatest defensive linemen in the history of the NFL, yeah. as he should. And blah, 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 blah. Blah, it's, blah, 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 it's, blah. It's such a shame that teams plan their offense around him. Because just imagine how much damage he could do. If he played... If he wasn't constantly being doubled. If he played in, like, the Reggie White era... He probably like be the greatest sap, defensive lineman. Where like teams weren't game planning around a defensive lineman. Teams are just like, yeah, he's really good. We got to focus on him. But they weren't like, we need to actively stop this guy. Yeah, he'd be a nose tackle with the the lead careering sacks. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that even slightly. Yeah. So, uh, what I was saying is Combine. that a guy that retires at thirty two. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. We got a little heartfelt. We got a little. Yeah. So the guy that retires at 32, I don't think you can knock him for thinking about when he retires and what he's going to do and how he should, you know, allocate his money and how he can make the most out of when he's at his prime, right? A guy that's like, hey, I'm 22, I'm 21, 22. Now is when I'm going to be the best. Now is when I can take advantage most of how much people know me and, and all these, these things I can do off the field. Make all this money now so that when I retire, I'm not worried about, okay, how do I make, I'm not going to make a dime after this. So how am I going to make this money last? Or I already spent all my money. How am I going to make money now? Well, yeah. And I mean, dude, who knows? It takes one play for your career to be over. Exactly. And you need a plan for that. Exactly. And so when a guy thinks that way and teams immediately turn into, ah, he doesn't love football. He's, he doesn't like he doesn't love it as much as this other guy who's not thinking about after career and it's like that's not what that means. Like Kayvon Thibodeau constantly compares playing DN to playing chess, as far as I'm gonna do this now to set up something later in the game. He's a guy that is constantly thinking about what's going on. Right. So when he's thinking about the same thing off the field, it's just a guy that are you gonna knock Miles Garrett for writing poetry? When he's not on the field, no. Does he not love football? No. Like, what's what's what do you what the fuck argument are you trying to make here? So I hate when when they say this type of stuff, and that's why I say really the NFL Combine is just this excuse for scouts to get around all these players 
interview them, question them. Ask, there's been so many recently questions about what kind of questions are you even asking these guys? Hey, are you gay? Kind of a deal. Like, what, yeah. what, what, what's wrong with you? Like, there's like they ask these weird questions that it's like, how do you even judge how someone answers that question? And yeah. you get something out of that. Yeah. That's what it feels like. It's like, yeah, you run a 40. Guess what? You can run a 40 at your pro day. You run routes. Well, you can run routes at your pro day with a quarterback that you have chemistry with. You know, but you can do all these same drills at your pro day. Why are we doing it at a combine? And I think it's really just so that these scouts can all get together in one place and ask the same guys the same questions and try to figure out something about it. And I don't feel like it ever really tells you anything about a guy. Yeah. I, I just don't really get the point of the combine. I get excited for it, sure, because it's a combine. And it's like, yeah, yeah this is no, great. No, I know, same, same. But, like, when you really think about it, it's like, why are we having this? And when, you, when NFL players, former NFL players, current NFL players talk about the combine, all they have to say is it's a waste of time. So if, if you're actively listening to the players that did the combine and all of them are saying there's no point to it, why are we still doing it? I think the combine's stupid. I think we should skip it and just move on to pro days. And if you want to just get all the top prospects together and have them answer questions and do media stuff, that's fine. But stop making them run on the field drills. Stop making them get up at 5 in the morning and work out until 11 o'clock at night. That doesn't make any fucking sense. You have a guy up for fucking 16 hours. Yeah. That doesn't make any fucking I sense. I agree. I'm pissed, bro. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay, so guys, that was essentially the uh, conclusion of the last segment. Don't get me wrong; we still have our boomer bust coming up, uh, which should be a lot of fun, especially on live stream. Um, I appreciate you guys all tuning in. I mean, I know it's not like a lot, but we have. A lot more than we thought we would, and that was awesome, especially. You know, just given everything, you guys are awesome. We appreciate you guys being here. Um, so thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we know we know who our followers are, and we know you guys are here. So that's all that matters. Yeah, anyone that's tuning in that hasn't really listened to our podcast before, we appreciate you guys. This is obviously a little longer than what our normal podcast is. Wanted to make a bigger episode out of our first live stream. Yeah. Um, so we did a little bit more. Um, sometimes we have some topics. Sometimes we just talk about one central thing. Kind of depends. Next week will be college basketball oriented. Next week, well, on. next week is also going to be a very long one. Probably, with, we're with, all going to be picking with brackets. picking brackets, and we're going to be drinking. But here's next week is going to be a lot of fun. I'm sure the first round will be pretty much the same kind of a deal. There'll be a few changes. Yeah. After that, we'll get into some some big things, but it, it'll be interesting. I'm sure next week will be. Maybe not as long. This is going on three hours, so yeah. Well, in the podcast as a whole, once once we edit it and stuff, it'll be a lot longer. Anyone that's Shorter. that's tuned in right now, that's stayed here for the whole time, uh, we appreciate you guys. Um, we love you guys, and then yes, this is kind of a long one. However, just appreciate you guys. Just. Stay in tuned, and we're excited for what we're going to bring you guys in the future. This is this is going to be a week to week type of thing where we where we uh, videotape us, you know, stream us podcasting, and you guys can listen to us and watch us in real time. And also, if you guys don't like that, if you guys don't want this, then you guys are still going to be able to listen to us just on your way to work, on your way to school, or whatever you're doing. And just be able to uh, enjoy Totally Talking Sports 
as a whole and we're extremely happy just to be able to be doing this you guys like this format especially uh the screen and how you guys are looking at us let me know um i'm the one who is kind of fixing on this right now it took me a while to do this however i can now i kind of know it so i can easily change it so it's it's easy for me to change this and this whole type of screen you guys are looking at so uh i can easily change it and do a lot of things we're also in the works of getting um a bunch of different logos so we're super excited about that we have a bunch of stuff for you guys um so we're super excited about that let's go ahead and get into boom and bust huh yeah kyle how many do you have or what do you have i've got four booms bro what a week for kyle it was a big booming week kyle, for big kyle. booming weekend big booming week timmy, for kyle all right timmy what do you have kyle's got four two booms. and two i have two and two man. i have I'm one not, boom and three busts i'm not weird i'm not weird it's one and three for me so i'm like almost the opposite of kyle timmy i'm glad you're like the middleman yeah i'm the middleman yeah, right, so, so timmy okay or so kyle sorry yeah, four I don't moves. know. I don't know. Who goes first here? I've, I've never had this type of off. thing. He's got to kick us off. All right, I'll kick it off. Michael Bisbee. All right, so we talked oh, about it recently. Um, what did you say? Oh, one eye. Okay, so it's funny that you said that. Because I had no idea that Michael Bisbee was blind in one eye. Yeah, he almost lost an eye. Yeah, literally almost lost it. Yeah. So my boom is Michael Bisbee. Um, he's literally blind in one eye. He lied and cheated his way through every doctor test that he had while in the UFC. Not every single one, but the most After his ones. eye got, like, fucked up. Yeah, actually, absolutely damaged from a detached retina is what he was diagnosed with. And became a champ with one eye. Um, did not know about this until I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, really? With Michael Bisbing on there. I had no idea, dude. I'm a big Michael Biz, uh, Bisbing fan. I never knew. As a fan, I can't even call myself a fan anymore. Because I didn't know he only had one fucking eye. Yeah. So when he lost to fucking Luke Rockhold... Puts it in perspective. Yeah, it really does, dude. He said, hey, he goes, he got headbutted, which on the podcast he goes... I would like to believe it was intentional, <laughs> which made me laugh because it was probably unintentional. unintentional. <laughs> he got headbutted over the eyebrow of his good eye, where his he said his eye was constantly being flooded with blood, so he had to keep wiping to be able to see any type of anything, and then he got a kick that he doesn't even remember happening, and then got knocked out. And he goes, hey, no excuse. He goes, I understand that. But like, that's a pretty good fucking excuse. You're literally blind at that point, trying to fight somebody, and that was his his loss to Lou Rockhold. Um, but Bisbing, dude, uh, lying to his doctor, would go in. His doctor would be like, hey, I had to go see another patient. He'd be like, hey, no worries, no worries. He'd go to the eye chart and memorize everything on each triangle. He had a different one. It wasn't like the E, A, D, or whatever, like anything like that, where where my row he had a triangle and there was three letters on each side and he had to read it and he would memorize them. And he'd go, uh, um, D, E, A. He already knew the fucking answers. So he lied every single way through all of his fights. D, A. But became a champion while being blind in one eye. Yep. 
That's fucking phenomenal. I never knew that. Booming to Michael Bisbee. Hit it with some fillers. I Gotta hit it with the fillers. Great timing on that. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, God, dude, yeah, UFC. I can talk about it forever. Yeah. Um, he was one of the winners on UFC Ultimate Fighter Season 3. Um, Michael Bisping is in Anybody listening, fact check me on that. But I'm almost positive it was Season 3. Um, he would have went up against Matt Hamill... But it, Matt Hamill got injured, so I don't remember who he ended up fighting, but he won the thing, got onto UFC because of the Ultimate Fighter contract. The Ultimate Fighter, in my opinion, is one of the greatest things that ever happened in the UFC. I would agree. Um, now it's Dana White's Contender Series. It's pretty much the new UFC um, Ultimate Fighter because it's given people that are absolutely dominant in their careers, but a nobody. Right, like, like it's it's people that we would never, never have heard of, like Sean O'Malley, one of the most exciting fighters right now in the UFC, came no, off of the knocks Contender someone series. out and says, "Give me a, give me a fucking contract." A hundred percent, you know. And now, I mean, that's a whole different topic. I'm waiting for him to fight somebody actually legitimate. But he's playing. We, we've talked about it in the past, dude. Beat up a bunch of fucking no names. To be able to get that high ranked number, but he's and also then playing pull so it out. Yeah, so not even having to pull it out. He's making so much money because of how he's knocked out nobodies off of sponsorships, endorsements, whatever, outside of the octagon. Make that money outside of the octagon. Because that's where the real money is, as we've talked about before, right? The real money's not from fighting. The real money is where what you can get outside of the octagon. 100%. Because you can't get those sponsors to sponsor you before the fight, during the fight, on your trunks, on your fucking banner. Doesn't work, it doesn't work that way. So, hey, go knock someone out. Go put on a show. And then go hop on Instagram and shout someone out and make thousands and thousands of dollars. Yep. And that's absolutely... Um, Sully Cully, mm-hmm. by the way, um, I texted him the other day. Um, I mean, dude, if you're watching, I doubt you are, but if you are, come on, man. I texted him the other day. I texted him like two days after his last win. Mm-hmm. Right? He's 3-0 and with three first-round finishes. I texted him. He didn't reply. No big deal. Um, I texted him again just the other day. I was like, hey, our third guy is back, um, and we'd love to have you on for an interview. Also, my work, I mentioned it to my work in the Nevada Sports Network. I was like, hey, I think this would be a great local story. You know, he went to Reno High. He was a wrestler, yada, yada, yada. And they're like, yeah, dude, we, you know, like, yeah, that'd be a good idea. I fucking hit him up. No reply. So I think Sully has blocked me. Uh, on my phone number, rough. Um, which is rough, because I'm like, dude, just tell me no. Like, just say, hey, I don't want to interview with you guys. And I'd be, yeah, okay, cool. I'd put fucking, I, I would lick my wounds, and it is what it is. But don't fucking just not text back, dude. That's fucking up. Hit us with your second boom. You might as well. Second boom is going to be Alex Ovechkin. Um, ties your Ramir... Yager for third on NHL's career goals list was 766. For those of you that don't follow hockey that much, number one is Wayne Gretzky at 894. Number two is Gordie Howe at 801. Okay? Alex Govechkin tied Yager 
at 766. He is pretty much just about 130 goals shy of Gretzky. Will that record be beat? No. Yes. I think the goal record will be beat, yes. But the points, not a fucking okay. chance. Okay. Yeah, the, the, the points, if you take away all of Gretzky's goals, he still has more points than second place, which is Gordie Howe with 1850. Ovechkin only at 1390. He's like 1,400 points back from Gretzky, and Ovechkin's getting up in age. However, shout out to Gret, uh, Ovechkin. Moving up on the He's list. only been on the Washington Capitals. Yager was on nine different teams. Gretzky was on four. Gordie Howe was on two. So Ovechkin, you're sticking true to the Capitals. I respect that. Um, you'll never touch Gretzky. However, I mean, you're 34, 35 away from tying, um, tying Gordie Howe. If you play one more season, I am convinced you will beat that to put you at number two. Ovechkin, you're booming. Okay. Tim, you want to go with your first boom? Yep. First boom is going to be, for me, Ole Miss baseball. Okay, college baseball. Yeah. Huge right now. There's yeah. a lot going on with college baseball. A lot going on with college baseball right now. Uh, Chad sent me this. So shout out to Chad. Right on to you. Uh, Ole Miss baseball. They were playing the 0-7 Alcorn State, and they score a run off a pickoff. Oh, so, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, one player. What? Yeah, one player on first. <laughs> and the pitcher tries to pick him off. He steals second, right? Still second just fine. Caught in like a rundown kind of deal. And then, and no, he probably caught in a rundown kind of deal. The first baseman throws to the second, and then nobody's at third. So the guy that was picking off saying, like, I'm going to third. He goes to third, uh, almost gets caught, and then he he gets up, realizes no one's at home, and then just runs home. It's beautiful. Take advantage where it's there. Scoring. Huge. Huge. You're scoring, dude. That, that's... that's the guys, the, the guy that plays first and second for Alcorn State, never making the league. By the way, no, <laughs> never had a <laughs> chance of making the league. No, just no off of chance. that play alone. Any no team's gonna look at that tape and go, absolutely not, bud. No chance. All yeah. right, what, what is your one boom? My one boom is Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich, uh, uh, as of the Spurs' last win, became the winningest coach in NBA history. So congratulations wow. to Big Greg Popovich. Uh, U- Team USA all-time great. Obviously, a San Antonio Spurs great. He's done this all with San Antonio Spurs. He's coached... How many seasons? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you right now, it's a lot. So um, he's the most winningest because of how many years he's been in here? But even saying that, it's a thing of... Sure, you've been a coach for a long time, and that's... But it's not... Like, if you're a coach for a long time, it's because you're good. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's, 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 fair. that's the whole point. So... Uh, Greg Popovich, I'm trying to try to find the actual uh, number. It is 1,335 regular season wins. Uh, there's 82 games in a season. So for him to reach where he is, and he had a lot of postseason success as well on top of that, won multiple rings with guys like Tim Duncan and Tony, and, uh, Tony Parker and Monte Ginobili. So the fact that he's won those rings and he has regular season success, congrats to, congrats to Greg Popovich for becoming the all-time winningest NBA head coach, I think it's not too far of a... I don't think... Okay, Phil Jackson's number one, right? Phil Jackson's number one, but at the same time, if you coach MJ and Scotty, 
and Dennis Rodman, and then you go and coach Kobe and Shaq, compared to Greg Popovich, who coached in his prime, uh, Tim Duncan and Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker, and then also I hate myself for forgetting his name. Uh, I mean, he coached Kawhi nope. Leonard in his, nope. in his prime. No, he did not coach Kawhi Leonard in his prime. He coached, he coached a young Kawhi Leonard, who still won Finals MVP, and was like Devin's Player of the Year candidate. Fuck me, I hate I hate that I'm Big saying guy. this. Yep, Rob, yeah, uh, Robinson, Rogers. Robinson. Yeah, uh, Demarcus Robinson. No, not Demarcus no. Robinson. Um, well, you said Robinson. Uh, no, that's that's Tim Duncan. Uh, fuck me, I I hate myself for forgetting this. You are pathetic, David Robinson. David, come on. Yeah, David you Robinson. Think of that? He had David Robinson and Tim Duncan at the same time. Which, granted, two of the greatest big men of all time. That's not a Shaq and Kobe. That's not an MJ and Scotty and Dennis Rodman. I think Greg Popovich doing what he has done is absolutely phenomenal. So congrats to him on becoming the all-time winningest regular season head coach. Fair enough. Third boom? Go ahead. Yeah, go for it. All right, Russia. No. I know. I know it sounds bad. Cal's going to get us canceled. Nah, but they have started a sport called phone booth boxing. It's exactly what you guys are thinking. In the middle of a war? Um, they go into an old school British looking phone booth and they box. They've got about six inches of separation and they box. Um, it's an absolutely electric sport that I will be trying to follow as best as I can. <laughs> um, but, I mean, you've got a war going on and all of a sudden you guys are boxing in a phone booth. North America's are... Filled with pussies, dude. I hope we don't go to war with Russia. They are built different. So technically, Russia, you're booming. Everything else about you is a bust. But phone booth boxing, you got to be a boomer. Okay. Okay. Uh, my second boom is Popeyes. Chicken? Yeah, just Popeyes. I love Popeyes, dude. Popeyes is really good. Love Popeyes. Chicken right? sandwiches. Chicken sandwiches. Best it's bang fire, for your buck. Right? Honestly, it is. You get a huge piece of chicken. I and know. it's good. Right? It is very it good. It is good. Right? Well, Wandering Chicken finds new home at Popeyes. Mascot? Store mascot? Well, Or yes. did they kill him? No. Okay. Yes. However, good. I have a different spin on it. People are lining up in droves at Popeyes in South Louisiana, but this time it's not because of the chicken sandwich nor any other menu item for that matter. As customers pull through the drive-through lane at Popeyes on whatever boulevard, who gives a fucking shit? They'll spot a chicken coop. Why, right? Why are they spotting a chicken coop? Because there's chicken living there. Outside of the fucking Popeyes, you know why? There's chicken there. They build a whole coop for this chicken. Yep. You're goddamn right they did. That's the right move. Chicken wandered out Popeyes, named him Rocco, <laughs> built him a goddamn coop. They're breeding this guy to fucking die. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> raised until he dies, and then it's like, man, imagine how much that chicken They're sandwich sells for. They're raising him to slaughter, Logan. Dude, imagine how much that chicken sandwich sells for. They're like, this is the chicken sandwich. <laughs> This From is, Rocco. This is the Popeye's This chicken. is why it's booming. It's because chickens are flocking to Popeye's. Just more start going to that one. The like, whoa, chicken so coop. Good. I can live there, bro. Yeah. I just gonna, show up. I'm going like, to hey, have Popeye's this weekend, for sure. I might go there right now. <laughs> Maybe not. 
There's one like down the street from where I live. I told, well, Amanda, I told Amanda we'd be home by nine. It's nine thirty. I know. I know. Uh, okay, my first bust. I'm the only one that's got busts around here. I know. I have two. I know you do. Um, I've got zero. Yeah, I know you do. Uh, so my uh, my first bust. Wait, you have still one more boom, right? Yeah. Yeah, go over your boom. Before we get into bus? Yeah. Getting all done with? Okay. I guess that's fair. All right. Boxing and the way that they do their rankings. Okay? Boxing, a little bit different than the average sport when they're doing their rankings. So, divisional rankings. Jack Catterall loses to, but <laughs> leapfrogs Josh Taylor. <laughs> At 140, okay? So there's Josh, there's Josh Cottrell, there's Josh Cottrell, Catterall, I'm going to call him Catterall. Josh Catterall. Okay. There's uh, Jack Catterall. Ketamine? Ketamine? Ketamine. Ketamine. There's Jack Catterall. Ketamine. And there's Josh Taylor. Okay. Right? Josh Taylor wins. Jack gets ranked number one. This is like eight peoples. Now, the reason why I'm doing this. Okay. ESPN's divisional (laughs) boxing rankings highlight the best in the sport in every weight class. Okay? (laughs) Fighters who haven't competed. so hyped. Yeah, dude. Because (laughs) UFC, John Jones is still ranked like eighth overall. How dare you. Right? John Jones is still ranked like eighth overall. He hasn't hasn't fought fought in like two and a half years, bro. Okay, fighters who haven't competed in the last 15 months and don't have a fight scheduled Give me the back will be dropped from the rankings. I'm going to repeat years? that. How many years? I'm going to repeat that because you guys weren't fucking listening. We were not. Zero Absolutely. years is what I said. It was 15 <laughs> months is what I said. Okay? A year and three months? No, yes, a year and three months. I never said anything about years, though. You said months. You said years? No, I said months. Okay, okay. motherfuckers? 15 months. Not so. listening. So 15 months. If they have not fought or are not scheduled, get them out of there. They get evicted. Evicted. Which I agree with. They can't live anywhere. No, bro. Not Whoa. at all. They're fucking homeless. Is that why our homeless population so much? They haven't fought in so many in months? Reno. Yeah. Oh, I don't. We got. I, I, I don't think our Reno homeless. <laughs> we got our fighters. We got to get fight clubs open. Imagine right Waylon. Imagine Waylon in a boxing match. He's getting destroyed in three he, punches. He, he would. Okay, Waylon and the gang is losing. In two rounds against whoever they're facing. That's fine. Okay? So don't even come at me with the homeless population here in Reno. Okay? 15 months, they're getting <laughs> evicted from the, the rankings. Okay. And doing uh, will be dropped from the rankings. Any fighter who has test positive for performance-enhancing substance will also be removed from the rankings. Beautiful. John Jones would be double kicked out of the rankings. 100%. Now, the undisputed junior welterweight champion Josh Taylor... Won a very controversial decision. Okay, he la- he lost to Jack Catterall, um, but okay. the performance wasn't enough to keep him at number one in the division. So I'm giving props and I'm giving a huge boom to boxing rankings because they went, hey, Jack should have won that fight, so we're keeping him at number one in the 140 pound weight li- uh, weight class. Instead of Josh Taylor, who technically won the fight. Now, the reason why I'm doing this is because in UFC, John Jones is still one of the pound-for-pound best fighters in the world. 
And it makes no sense because he hasn't fought in two and a half to three years. Mm -hmm. Okay? So he should be taken out just as well. But there's fighters that will win fights, like Aljamain Sterling. He's ranked higher than Piotr Jan. And it makes no sense. Yeah, technically he is. That's the thing. Is the UFC will rate Sterling higher than Jan. Because he beat him technically. Technically. Even though Jan is the better fighter. Yeah. So that's why I'm giving up the booming to uh, boxing. I love that. Because they're able to say, hey, the judges got it fucked up. It should have been Jack that won the fight. So we're still going to put him higher over Josh, even though Josh is the one that won the title. That's fair. That's how it should be. I feel like fighting sports are like the only sport you can do that with. It's very rare that in like a football game or in a basketball game or baseball game where it's like, yeah, an umpire's decision might have cost the team a game. But it's like, are we really going to rank a team better than another team because of one controversial call at like the end of a game? Yeah. In boxing or, or MMA or anything like that, it's like, hey, this guy this guy won the fight. The judges fucked up the scorecards. This guy won the fight. We're not going to drop him in the rankings because of this. And that's the thing. Is other sports will be like, oh, well, this team won, so they're they're higher ranked. Yeah. And it's like, no, but they're clearly not the better team. Yeah. It's like, hey, right? that team had a bad game. Yeah. Or, hey, the refs kind of fucked up at the end of that game, and the rankings still end up showing like, eh, well, yeah, but they lost. So Yeah. And so it's a little bit of a, a drunken layers of what I was just saying, but that's what it comes down to is why boxing rankings are a boom is because every other sport will just do it by the winner. But boxing went, no, no, Yeah, that guy won, but he's not fucking as good. The judges got it wrong. And it's the same thing where, like, if Alabama would lose a random game to some unranked team, they're not going to go, okay, well, Alabama's also in 12th. No. Alabama's still the number one ranked team, but they lost a stupid fluke in the game. They would still drop significantly. And that's what I'm saying. Even though they're the best team, they would still drop. I get that. I understand. Okay. Okay. Timmy, uh, first bust? First bust. No more booze? Nope. Fuck. Uh, Ricky. You sound like an alcoholic right now. Yeah, dude. Where's the booze? I want something more. Uh, first bust is Ricky Fowler. It's going to be the first time in 12 years Ricky won't be teeing up at the players. Uh, it was, it's bad. And then it made it even worse when Rory McIlroy started teeing up. And they said that it was his 12th year. Um, so it makes you think about the careers of PGA Tour players and how Rory has had the career he has, and then Ricky, um, five-time PGA Tour player who has completely fallen off and completely lost his way, lost his swing, lost everything, is sitting where he's at now. Um, the only major that he has uh he, he's going to be able to compete in next year so far is the pga just because he finished in the top five last year at the pga that's the only ter- uh, major that right now he's guaranteed to play in uh it's tough uh ricky fowler's my boy but dude uh first time in 12 years you're not able to com- compete at the players um, and it's hard because all I mean the main thing is you have to be in the top fifty in the world, and he's outside of the top one hundred. So, I mean, it's just it's fucking rough. It's fucking rough. Just being a Ricky Fowler fan, 
Uh, watching him play, I watched him play the last two tournaments, and it's it's rough. He's not he's not playing good. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, he's playing so bad. Uh, but yeah, Ricky Fowler, come on, man, let's go. So two questions to that one: Why are you a Ricky Fowler fan? He wears uh, orange. <laughs> no, I mean that that's not it. <laughs> that's not it. I, it just uh, started watching golf at a, at a very young age. And it's an exciting it, guy. And like yes, he did wear Sunday he, he Sunday <laughs> orange. It, it, it's why I'm an Oregon fan. Sunday orange, but that that wasn't it. It was just like he was just a young guy. That's why I'm an Oregon. You know, I was like I don't know 13 when I started watching golf, and he was just a young guy that was there who looked young. I mean, he obviously was like fucking 20 or something like that, but he just like looked young and was competing against like Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson and players like that. And it was just like, man, this guy's awesome. And he was just competing against them. And like, he was getting top fives and it was like, right on, good for you. And then, you know, that was it. And, and always will be, always will be. Ricky, always going to be my guy. So question number two, Okay. when did he become professional? Like when what like who were the other players that joined him in that class? I don't know how. You, oh, I I I, I couldn't answer that. He 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 joined in two thousand eleven. Okay, so it's been a while. So, okay, so he's been there for a while. Yeah. Um, and like, hey, obviously, I'm always gonna have a soft spot for Ricky Fowler, specifically just because you love him so much. Um, so it is tragic to see him fall off so hard, um, as compared to what he was, you know, six years ago, uh, but. Ricky Fowler, we're always rooting for you. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I just I wonder who he became professional with at that time. I feel like golf is one of those sports where it's not like you have like well, a class so of guys. Here's, yeah, here's a fun fact. So, Ricky Fowler, first time in 12 years, he's not teaming up with the players. Roy McIlroy, 12, 12 years in a row. In a row. So, Damn. if Ricky teed it up this year, it would have been 12 years in a row. Or Ricky would be teeing up with the players. So Ricky and Rory almost pretty much the same time. That's what I, that's what I was the, kind they, of They kind of joined the tour at the same time. They're about the um, same. Which it, it's just super frustrating because, you know, watching Ricky Feller play is just like, dude, you could have. You know how good he can be. Yeah. Super frustrating. All right. Who's your first bus? My first bus is the Seattle Seahawks, but uh, particularly their social media manager who on Twitter. After the trade of Russell Wilson, Denver Broncos treated at, tweeted out a uh, gif of Tom Hanks finding Wilson. <laughs> and right? Wilson! You know what kind of deal? Oh, yeah. Seahawks responded by tweeting a gif of Tom Hanks losing Wilson. <laughs> not a good move. It's not, you did not do good there. You, well, you found Wilson? We lost yeah, Wilson. That's not, you did not read the room, bud. <laughs> you kind of messed up with what you were doing. The tweet has since been deleted for obvious reasons. Uh, but come on, man. I, I know what you were going for, but you really missed the mark there. You probably pissed off yes. a lot of fans. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, my second bus is uh, Kim Kardashian. She'd be interesting. She's kind of always a bust. Okay, well, here's the thing. She Kim Kardashian believes nobody wants to work these days. That's fair, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a fat bus. Right? Yeah, that's you fair. motherfucker. Right. Nobody wants to work these days to achieve success. 
The 41. <coughs> she's I'm 41. sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. 41? She looks like she's like 30. Looks great for a thir- 41. Looks plastic. great. I understand. It's plastic. But she looks like she's 30. It's more plastic. The 41-year-old star has built a business empire on the back of her t- TV fame. Also her But mom, Kim but... questioned whether or whether other people are willing to work as hard as she has done for okay. her success. Her mom yeah. has worked harder than anyone I ever have known. Yeah, Kim sucked her? a lot of hard cock to get famous. One to in particular. And then a couple, probably, but like... Oh, no, more than a couple. No, okay, several, probably. She, but she, she did one for sure that got her a lot of fame. The real hero here is Chris Kardashian. She has done everything for that family. Right? I don't know. No, <laughs> absolutely. Chris Kardashian works harder than the devil. Okay, Chris Kardashian, anything that happens, she finds a way to make it marketable for her family. Anything negative, positive, doesn't matter. She's like, we can spin this, put it on an episode, we can make some money. How many times have I told you guys, bad publicity is it, good publicity. Any publicity right? is good publicity. It really is. And Chris Kardashian understands that, and she's like, we'll spin this and we'll put it on the show. We'll make a lot of money. People will tune in for it. Like, when this guy over here is saying controversial jokes, that's good for us. What do you mean? You you said oh, some pretty racist comments no. over the past episode. <laughs> All right, hey guys. Hey, uh, we get blasted. We get blasted, and he gets publicized. We, hey, that's gonna end it for episode sixty nine, guys. Not gonna end it. I have two more bus. You have two more bus? What? Yes, I had I had one boom and three bus. We went through Kyle's like four bu- four booms. <laughs> went through all of yours, and then we're waiting on mine. <laughs> oh, okay, go go. You went go. through both your bus. Shit. Yeah. What was the first one? Ricky. Ricky. Second one was Kim. Yeah. Okay. My second bus. Because you went through one, two. No, 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 no. I get mine. Yeah. I don't know how we, we skipped him. Yeah. Wow. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so my second bus <laughs> is the MLB and the players. <laughs> <laughs> They're my bus because they banned the shift. What if the NFL banned two high safeties? Because a quarterback couldn't throw against it. Um, That'd be stupid, right? It'd be dumb. So why is the NFL banning a shift because a guy can't learn to hit across the whole field? He can only pull a ball. That's all he can do. So it's, it's pathetic. Like, it's pathetic. It's like, hey, all you can do is swing so early that the ball goes right or the ball goes left. So when defenses are like, hey, this guy only hits the ball this way and they move. That's just smart baseball. Yeah, that's, that's just so smart. True. That's just scheming. That's a strategy planning around the batter. Exactly. They banned that. That was part of the CBA. They banned the shift. Wow. I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's terrible. So imagine if the NFL banned two high safeties. And it's like, ah, you can only play like, single whoa, high safety. Oh, I can't throw a deep ball, dude. You, There's you, two safeties You can there. only run yeah. cover three or cover one. You can't run cover two, cover four, cover six. Can't run any of it. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. It's stupid. I think the MLB should be... Fat bust. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my last bust. I I, well, I like that you threw in also <laughs> the players. Yeah, because they, they agreed, agreed on it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Big okay, bust. My last bust. I think you both will 100% agree with this as well. It's Oklahoma University. They are giving Baker Mayfield a statue. Yeah, they're giving him a statue on campus. Well, like, wasn't he like the, the greatest player to ever play for them? Uh, I would imagine not. He won a Heisman, and that's cool. 
He never won a championship. No. Oklahoma's won championships. Oh, then yeah, scratch it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. nah, fuck that. He's only, he won a Heisman, and that's cool. And then he's done nothing in the NFL. I feel like guys that get statues are guys that are legends on campus, that won championships, that did a lot, and then also did something in the NFL. At least absolute national championship legends. If Cam, if Cam Newton, Baker Mayfield had like two good years at Oklahoma. If Cam Newton had a Heisman season, won a national championship at Auburn, and was an MVP in the NFL, he doesn't have a statue at Auburn. You're going to try to justify to me that Baker Mayfield deserves a statue at Oklahoma when he was in the middle of a bunch of Oklahoma quarterbacks that just won Heismans because Lincoln Riley was the head coach? Yeah. That doesn't make any fucking... And then and then in his Heisman year, he lost to Georgia in the national... Uh, in the college World playoff semifinals in the Rose Bowl, and he lost because he couldn't yeah. beat a Georgia team that got, you know, beat in the, in the national championship game by, by Alabama... You're you're not that good of like like Baker Mayfield had a great college career. Don't get me wrong, he won a Heisman. That's great. He was a walk on. That's awesome. Yeah, but he didn't win a championship. Didn't win a championship. Didn't Stash. hasn't done anything in the NFL. They're giving him a statue this year. He has been he's been gone from Oklahoma for like four or five years. Who who's like one of the best quarterbacks ever come out of Oklahoma? Probably Baker Mayfield, but also Kyler Murray. And like Kyler Murray hasn't done anything either. We're gonna give Kyler Murray Kyler Murray statue. Are we gonna give he won a Heisman, right? Yeah, he did. I mean. In that stretch, it was like the best. Like Oklahoma had a stretch, way back, like with like Nebraska and all that, where like those teams were like dominant because they just ran the football and everything. Like they don't have like Oklahoma. When I think of Oklahoma, they don't have a dominant player that I think of. Yeah. Like yeah, they're gonna have a statue because someone has to have a statue there, right? But when I think of like guys that have statues, I don't really think of any colleges that have a guy that has a statue outside of their stadium, right? Marcus Mariota doesn't have a statue at Oregon. He has yeah, like he took him to a national championship. Took him to a national championship, didn't win, won a Heisman. Yep. Hasn't done anything in the NFL really. No 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 statue. He has like a dedicated like room or whatever. Herbert's gonna get a statue. Potentially. <laughs> um, but like I don't really know of many colleges that have like a statue for a guy. Even in basketball, in any sport. Michael Jordan doesn't have a statue at North Carolina. That's the greatest, you know. Arguably the greatest NBA player, and he won a championship and had a great career at North Carolina. Played multiple years there. He doesn't have a statue in North Carolina. Why is Baker Mayfield getting a statue at Oklahoma? Because he had one good year there and hasn't done anything since? You're a giant bust for me, Oklahoma. Hey, that's fair. I love respect it. that. Yes, that's going to conclude it for episode 69. It is only appropriate that episode 69 is our longest episode we've ever done. Uh, it is going to be a long one. Uh, for those of you that are listening uh, or watching, uh, appreciate you guys. As always, uh, We obviously this is going to be recorded and sent out there via Apple, Spotify, all those big ones. Wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, wherever you get your podcasts. So just make sure to tune in if you want to. I mean, you already listened to it if you watched it. Uh, either way, we love you guys. See you guys next week. And this episode will be uploaded to our Twitch episode uh, library. Yes, it will be on there for assume. recordings, yes. Um, so thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we had more followers and listeners, uh, viewers, sorry, this week than I would have expected. So love you guys. Appreciate it. Get used to tuning in because we're going to be doing this every week. Yes, thank you guys as always for the support. Like Timmy said earlier, 
Next week, we'll be, we will be going live again on Wednesday night instead of a Thursday night um, to go over our picks for the tournament, what we have going on. Huge Thursday, huge Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, we will also, we didn't say this, but we will most likely be going live on Saturday, I believe, right? For those yeah. games. We'll be doing next Saturday. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. next Saturday. Different live stream for the games that are going on on Saturday. I have no idea who's going to be playing. If Duke is playing, I will be shit-faced for that game. We will be live streaming on Twitch, and we'll probably be having a TikTok live. Or we'll be doing something. something. To be able to interact with the people as well. Absolutely. So be on the lookout for that. So next week, live stream on Wednesday, live stream on Saturday. We appreciate you guys as always, and we'll catch you next week. Did you end the stream? Yeah. Dude, was it what, three and a half hours? I, I figured we were going to do this. I know. That was so, <laughs> that was stupid Didn't long. I think we were going to drink 24. 24? <laughs> I mean, I had, I think, seven or eight. So that's, that's the rest of you guys. I had seven and a half. Yeah, but that's, that's what the beer included. I had seven and a half. Timmy probably had ten. Two, four, nine, six. Three, so I nine. only had six twisted. I had seven, so that's thirteen. To me, I had eleven. Eleven. Ten and a half. I had. I did a half. Though. You did. Seven and a half. Ten and a half. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I gotta pee again. Yeah. Same. I'm gonna go home and eat some queso. Eat some nachos. Yeah. I'm gonna have a turkey sandwich.